The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Toto's Africa. Invariably, the two words used to answer the question, what is one of the best songs ever made? But how did a song about a love affair in and with Africa, written in the 80s by a band from Los Angeles who had never been, become one of the most celebrated songs of all time? This is the story, the origin, the resurgence of the once thought unworthy song, Toto's Africa. Before David Page begins to compose Africa, he is first moved by what he is seeing on the television. Dreadful images of families and children living in horribly impoverished conditions, air in UNICEF commercials, advocating charity and the need for help, not just in Africa, but all over the world. Millions of children in over 100 countries dream that somewhere they'll find the help they need to walk again or to keep from going blind. David, being compelled by this, immediately becomes inspired and rushes to his Yamaha CS80 keyboard. He says, I sat down and started playing and the chorus just came out like magic. I remember after I'd sung I Bless the Rains Down in Africa, I just stopped and went, wait a minute, I might be a little talented, but I'm not that talented. God's using me for an instrument here, but wait because David has more to add about his fascination with Africa than just UNICEF commercials. David's love affair with Africa started even further back. He continues, One of the reasons I was in a rock band was to see the world. As a kid, I'd always been fascinated by Africa. I loved movies about Dr. Livingstone and missionaries. I went to an all-boys Catholic school and a lot of the teachers had done missionary work in Africa. They told me how they would bless the villagers, their Bibles, their books, their crops, and when it rained, they bless the rain. That's where the hook line, I bless the rains down in Africa, came from. They said loneliness and celibacy were the hardest things about life out there. Some of them never made it into the priesthood because they needed companionship. So I wrote about a person flying in to meet a lonely missionary. It's a romanticized love story about Africa, based on how I'd always imagined it. The descriptions of its beautiful landscape came from what I'd read in National Geographic. Furthermore, David's song wasn't well received by the band even jokingly suggesting David Page hangs on to it for his solo album. Toto, as a band, has a bit of a side joke when it comes to the songs that didn't fit the mold. Anytime a song was suggested that maybe wouldn't make the cut, they would say to each other, save that for your solo album. Guitarist Steve Lukather had so little faith in the song that he had this to say about it. If this is a hit, I'll run naked down Hollywood writing about. 
I bless the rains down in Africa. Are you Jesus, Dave? Not only having reservations about the song, but even the music video too, which as we all know is touted as one of the greatest music videos ever created. Steve continues to say, Then we made a video that was so full of cheese, they built this stage that looked like a pile of giant books and stood us on top of it. You could see me laughing. I hated videos and I hate the 80s for the mullet that I used to have and the clothes they put us in to make us look androgynous. We are not that band. On the cover of the single, I have a look on my face that says, I'm gonna kill you. And now I have to sit here and eat my words because Africa has become a standard and I'm very proud of David for it. For whatever reason, the band allowed for Africa to be on their next album and it was a hit. Columbia Records calls the band to tell them they're playing the song in discos and clubs. Africa started as a small cult hit and began to climb the charts. The band recalls looking at each other in amazement. Africa was and still is unstoppable. Sadly, even though he lost the bet, guitarist Steve Lukather didn't run naked down Hollywood Boulevard as he said he would. And as for David, the songwriter who felt a mystical presence giving him the song, who was convinced it was worth something, who dreamed as a child of going to Africa, finally got to perform there. David says, we finally played Africa, performing in Cape Town and Johannesburg. I went on a safari through a game reserve. People had heard the song and asked, so when were you in Africa? I admitted, I'd never been there till now. They said, but you describe it so beautifully. That just warms my heart. Once in a while, stories fall into our laps that remind us that it's okay to believe in things, have a little faith in yourself, and challenge others on what can and can't happen in this world, even if it's just a song.
Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 03444991000. Ian Lee here, Catherine Boyle there. Hello. Sam's answering your phone calls this evening. He's done a full, I think he's done a full week with us, hasn't he? Unprecedented behaviour. No, he hasn't. He missed a night. As usual. What a bell cheese. 03444991000 is the phone number. Um, thank you, everyone, who uh, took part in last night's show. Kath and I have decided to double down and put everything on black. Uh, so give us a call. You're all welcome to call us. Uh, you will cost you pennies, probably free. You'll speak to Sam. He'll call you straight back. 
There's no question. There's no topic. There's no nothing, really. We're just going to sit here and talk utter, utter nonsense. We may pose and throw out some silly questions. Perhaps you've got silly questions of your own that you would like to pose. Or maybe you've got something a little bit more serious. We can do it all. This is the show, uh, uh, unlike any other radio show, um, where we can do pretty much whatever we want. And because it's late night, we can um, explore, you know, some of the more metaphysical, surrealist, spiritual uh, topics. Or we can um, talk about, you know, cheese. Whatever, that's pretty much summed up, isn't it, Catherine? I mean, cheese is good. There's no denying it. Um, there was a really funny sketch. Paul Whitehouse and Harry Enfield had a show a few years ago called Harry and Paul, or Paul and Harry. And they did a really funny sketch... Um, uh, if the Beatles were around now, but they never progressed beyond a Hard Day's Night Beatles. So you've got a Hard Day's Night Beatles running around in 21st century London. And it's all, you know, they're all in their in their suit. They're old men, but they're in their suits and all oh, they do, don't they? And um, there's, a <laughs> there's a brilliant bit where they go into um, a delicatessen. And um, John Lennon goes, well, you know, uh, the Beatles are bigger than cheeses. And their manager comes in and goes, oh, Lennon, what have you done now? <laughs> it's, it's so funny that we're bigger than cheeses. 0344 499 is the telephone number. Good evening, Angela. Hi, Ian, Kathleen. Uh, um, I was just speaking up to say uh, I wanted to say sorry about last night. Well, what did oh. you do last night? Did you kill? Did you kill again? Yeah. Angela yeah. killed again. Angela, I've told you. I've told. If I told you once, I've told you a hundred times. You mustn't kill people. No. Stop yeah. it, naughty Angela. <laughs> Let this be the last time. I'll be the last time. Okay. I try not to kill. Him. I am. I am deep, deep, deeply, deeply sorry. What for? Um, I, I didn't mean to upset anyone. Who did you? Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Angela, you didn't upset anyone. Don't worry about it. Who did you upset? I, I think I upset the listener that was talking to me. But oh, I'll... no, you didn't. That was Vinny, who, who's, a, who's a fruitcake. You don't worry about her. And, and then I was and I upset you and Catherine, and I felt really guilty. You didn't? Who's, no, hang, whoa, 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 Angela. You didn't, upset, you didn't upset anybody, so put that to one side, and you sent me a yeah. slightly confusing message. On Facebook mm. yesterday, but I know that you're going through a particularly tough time um, mm-hmm. with a lot of unpleasant things kind of happening to family and friends and stuff. So don't don't you worry about us. Don't you worry about us. You look at how are you doing? Um, I'm at crossroads. But you're at a crossroads. Yeah, we don't know what's. Um, our landlord keeps sending stupid people around to see what they want to do with the block, and they won't give us any answers. So just remind um, me, because cause have, have I got this right? Because I saw this at two o'clock in the morning before I went to bed. Yeah. You've had someone pass recently, and yeah. you've also got is it you, you, is, you've got your brother or someone who's got cancer. No, it, it was a friend of ours, but I classed him as a brother. If okay. you know what I mean. Okay, I know exactly what you mean. Yes, yes. Yeah. I just wanted to apologise to you, and I don't want to stop my style. Well, well um, listen, you have got absolutely nothing to apologise for at all, at all, at all, Angela. You are... Shh, 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 come here, come here. You're one of my favourite callers, but don't tell anybody I said that, all right? Don't tell okay. nobody I said that. Yeah, and um, and the other issue we've got, we, yes. the, the, land, the landlord... Yes. I'll have to get on to my MP about it, won't I? Um, the landlord sent the National Grid around 
uh, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, the whole so national grid? Shouldn't they send the letter? Shouldn't the landlord send the letters first to say, uh, "Well, if everyone stays in, we need to chat with you." I don't know because I'm living in rented accommodation for the first time in. Uh, for the first time in 15 years, and I don't know what the rules are. So people just walk into my. Well, they're bed, not yeah. allowed to just walk in. They're are they not? To give you notice. Well, mm. well, well, you could be in the nuddy. Well, I was asleep. Bloke woke me up when he walked in. He went, "I gone to Jagruf." I went, "Yeah, sure, whatever." And I went back to sleep. I didn't. I pretended to be asleep. I wasn't going to get up as he wandered through my bedroom. Um, um, um. Well, yes, I think they have to send a letter to or, or a phone call to arrange a time and a, a time and a place and a date. Yeah. Yeah. Because I spent like because um, they they keep they this block so old they don't know whether they're going to go like blow it up or like, blow it up. Yeah. Well, blow your it, blow what up your house? The, the block the flats we live in because they're so old they were. Well, they, they were definitely. Things. I don't know much about tenancy uh, agreements and rights. But I'm yeah. pretty sure, and I'll, I'll go to Catherine in a minute because she's perhaps more of an expert. If they were going to blow up the block you live in, I'm pretty sure they'd have to give you a week's notice. Catherine, would, would I be right to say that? I think more than a week's notice officially. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you need eight or nine days' notice that they were going to blow it up. They won't. They wouldn't do it with you in. It's unlikely. What have I got? Let's start. Bogue. We got a bogey. Mhm. Hang, then... hang on. I got. I got. Hang on a minute. I got. Let me see. It clear. Oh, well, oh. Sorry, YouTubers. Sorry, YouTubers. A little bit of the old Snottingtons coming out of the nasal cavities. You think you've got problems, Angela? I've just been <laughs> broadcasting for 22 minutes with um, snot. Yeah, because I, I used to listen to you on LBC at 10 o'clock as well. Listen, I wish you the best of luck. And I, lo- I love you. Oh! Angela! Angela! Ian and Angela sitting in a tree. B U M M I N G. Excuse me. Mm? At least buy a drink. Um, pick a line between two, three, four, and five. Mm. Whichever one is, whichever one is, you got to marry. Oh, that's exactly how I chose. <laughs> um... Oh, hang on, I've turned the TV off. Hang on, I've turned the TV off. I've turned the the. Fa- Does that oh. mean I don't have to marry anyone? No. Which you're going to pick? Five. Hang on a second. The, com- the computer's not. All right, you're going to pick five. Okay, Stu. Yo, you've just won Catherine Boyle's hand in marriage, or you can use it for anything else you want. Oh, stop it! What? Well, um, that's oh. very, very kind, Uh-oh. but my wife will want payment up front. Sorry, my wife will want payment up front. Don't worry, my husband will also have something to say about it. Oh. We can work through the 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 red tape. Yeah, can I just say, by the way, Catherine, here's who you could have been married to. Who could to. I have won? Let's uh, say hello to line two. Hello, line two. Hello, Ian. Could have been Nigel from Maidstone. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, look what could, you could have won. <laughs> say hello to line three. Hello, Hi, line God. three. Who's that? Hello. Could have been Caddick. And say hello to line four. <laughs> Mistake. There we go. <laughs> Who was that? Some bloke called Jerry. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been happy with any of those choices. Except for Stu, and that's all you've got. <laughs> Stu, where are you going to take her on on the honeymoon? And don't be vulgar. Um, I'll keep with the theme. A Toto concert. Yay! Look at you. What are you going to say? Africa. But Toto Concert's also good. It's also excellent. Oh, Let's save the money. Waste, we can, we, well, we'll save the money. We can spend it on something amazing. Yeah, man. Well, like what? 
Uh, well, let me let me think. Um, have, have you got a, have you got a hot tub? A good a good solicitor for um, quick divorce. Or not? <laughs> no, listen. In true Don't Jeremy Kyle style, in, in oh, true Jeremy Kyle style, I'm going to marry him. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Anyway, Stu, you're live on talk radio, broadcasting to to about a few thousand people. Um, Pirate cool. radio has probably got more listeners. What have you got for us tonight? <laughs> oh, mate, do you remember me from Tuesday when I rang in and bored you about Toto? Oh yeah, can I? Yeah, I'm glad you phoned back. This is the Toto expert, right? Can I ask you a question? Yes. Who, of are to- you can. who are Toto Kawayo? I'm sorry. Who are Toto, Toto Kawayo? Yes. Nothing to do with Toto. I see that sometimes when I type in their name on Amazon. I I've thought, got no idea. I thought that was a spin. I thought there were there were it was a spin-off group of Toto called Toto Kawayo. Nope. Okay. That's official. Are you sure, Stu? Don't question I'm my positive. fiance. Oh, it's not your fiance. You're actually married now. Oh. Your, your previous marriages are null and void, um, and you're, you are now actually married. Oh, okay. Could you, I only rang in to talk Toto. I didn't expect to come out of this with a new wife. Sam, could you put down, could you, could you put down uh, on Stu, Stu Boyle? Just so we know his... Boyle. Stu Sorry Boyle. about that. That's a downside. <laughs> She's a modern kind of girl, and you got to take her last name. Uh. So, so, go on, let's talk Toto. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. What do you want to know? Uh, well, well, uh, well, well, hang on a minute. Did I ask for people to call in with Toto information? No, you asked for people to call about all sorts, but he, he, here's my husband. But now he's... But we'll have a word with him, because now he's asking what I want to know. I don't want to know anything. We just listened to a little documentary about Toto. I feel I've... What did you ring in about, darling? Hey, rang in it talk about... Well, it's just all this stuff about Toto, because whenever I talk about it at home, my wife rolls her eyes, because she's... That was then. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't mention uh, her again to me, I please. I, sh- I knew I should have left it a good ten minutes before I called in. <laughs> He's already <laughs> regretting being married to me. This is exactly how it happened. Okay, if you had to sleep with a member of Toto Stew and Catherine gave you the thumbs up, which member of Toto would you sleep with? Um, the lady who sang along to English Eyes on the 1990 World Tour. Is she actually because a member of Toto? She's a touring member, so that night, yes. I'm going to go to Wikipedia, Stu. I'm going to I'm going to go to Wikipedia. You don't need Wikipedia. You've got me. I've got a feeling you're fudging it. Me? Toto. Right. I'm go gonna, on. I'm going to have a little look. Toto. Jenny Douglas, her name was. Oh. There you go. All right, mate. Calm down. Right. I'm going to read Ooh. out. I'm going to read out go the members of Toto. Right. And afterwards, you're going to be fair and read out the touring members. No, 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 no. Oh. Wikipedia members and past members. Catherine, go on. Past, past members. Okay. I'm just looking at Jenny Douglas, and if this passes muster fair play, she's fit. Okay, right. But she's not part of the band. She, well, uh, I don't know. I'm going to read this list of members and past members, and you have to pick one of them to sleep with, if Catherine okay. says it's okay. So, members. <laughs> Steve Lukather. Mm-hmm. David Page. Mm-hmm. Steve Picaro. Okay. Joseph Williams. Any of them mm. floating your boat? Have okay, you got- now Google, Google them individually and tell me which one's richest. Whichever one wrote that and Rosanna. Oh, oh sorry, I might as well out myself as gay on national radio. Go on, then, we, Steve Lucas. Thank you very much indeed, <laughs> Stu. That I want a divorce. That wasn't that hard. It wasn't that hard at all. Um, let's go to line one. Good evening, line one. Oh, no, hang on a second. I don't do it like that. I say, hello, Lisa. 
Hi, Ian. Hello, Lisa. Sorry, I don't know why I was doing the old line one line. Hello. Right? Um, Hello, Kath. Hello, Lisa. Oh, Lisa's a salt of the earth, isn't she? <laughs> Lisa is my people. You are my people, Lisa. I'm a bit tiddly tonight. Yay! Lisa, come on, girl. What have you been doing? You had a, you got a bottle of wine at home on your own? Well, yeah, I've got through the wine and I'm now into the Bailey, so... Oh! It's later than you think. <laughs> Lisa, you've got you've got drunk on your own. Um, some people might think that's sad. We think that that's our listenership. You've called in. We love you. What have you got for us tonight? I just wondered if you'd ever gone to a concert and felt really old. <laughs> <laughs> that's a brilliant question. Well... Uh, can what? I answer it for you? Go on. Ian only goes to see old men, so he's usually the youngest one in there. It's true. I, quite oh, quite true. often, even as I approach 45, because I go and see like the Beach Boys and the Monkeys and stuff like that, I am one of the youngest people there. It's 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 incredible. Um, I tell you, I tell you when. I tell you one, Catherine. You have a think as well. But I tell you one, and it was it was the first day of filming for the 11 o'clock show. I remember because I went in the grey suit that I used to wear, right? And it was at Wembley Arena, so I would have been 24, and I went with my girlfriend, Tessa. It was my birthday present, and it was like the 15th row, and it was Hanson. And it was is when Hanson first hit. Oh wow! Big. So and they were children. They were children. Yeah, they were children. <laughs> and and it was and I'd never been to like a screaming current pop concert that was full of you know it's Wembley Arena it was full of eight nine ten eleven year old girls screaming and there's there's me and my girl I'm towering above them and I was getting excited Lisa I was screaming going, oh my god I loved it why have you have you have you been to one Lisa oh yeah yeah I went to see McFly a couple of years ago <laughs> oh. well done oh, good for you I felt very old. <laughs> um, but it's but it's quite freeing, isn't it? It's quite freeing. Oh, I, lo- I love the music. I just thought I didn't care. No. I just went. I thought I'm going to enjoy the music and enjoy the night, and that's it. You know, Kath, have you you've not taken the girls to any concerts not yet? yet have you? No. Oh man, you should do it. Uh, whistles and everything. Lovely. Oh, it's great. <laughs> there will come a time. I think at the mo- they're just getting into the um, time when they're into bands. Yeah, they've not asked for. When I was a kid, every birthday there was a CD I wanted, yeah. and I would always get like, even if it was just a now or something, yeah. I buy them without them asking. <laughs> I'm trying to get well, them to in, into someone. You music, know. It, music is different now. It, music is not a physical thing. Music is, oh, can I listen to that song on your phone? You know, that's yeah. what music yeah. is now. Music, you, you know, when I was a kid, Lisa, when you were a kid, you'd have to go upstairs to your bedroom to yeah, put a record yeah. on or, 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 or put a tape wham. on. All yeah. the whams. All, all the whams. <laughs> all the whams. You'd have to go upstairs. But now you can be sat You can be sat in the same room as everyone. Can I, can I have your phone? I want to put the whams on. It's it's, it's, it's it's there and it's it's less important, I think. No, they've got a CD player in their bedroom. Do they use it? Because the yeah, boys have got CD players. but usually not... plugging a microphone into it. It's right. all about them. They don't really care who's on. You should... Um, <laughs> You should. I, I thoroughly recommend taking the girls to a concert that you like because it's a real. It's 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 a bit of a faff. I don't know with the boys, but it's a real. And if, if you if you kind of say to yourself, right, if, if we may have to leave half time because they get a bit tired or a bit uh-huh. bored. But if you kind of put that in place, buy cheap tickets. Uh, it, it, that, honestly, the kids loved it. We don't we used to, we used to take the big ear defenders. They don't wear them anymore now, but um, they loved it. The thrill of it. It feels like for 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 kids, mine are six and eight. It feels like a really yeah. grown-up thing to yeah. do. Really, really oh, mature no, thing. Taking. 
have it's you... lovely taking children. I've taken my nieces and everything over the years, you know, to Some... Backstreet Boys. Oh, Lisa's a con- Now, here's the thing, Lisa. <laughs> you're taking them to concerts like I do with my boys that you want to go to, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what, so that's what being a mum or being an auntie or an uncle or a dad is all about. And then I, I, and I cannot wait, Lisa. I cannot wait. I'll be heartbroken, but I'll also be thrilled. For the, yeah. the first time, the boys um, suggest the band that they want to see. And when I say, oh, great, can, I'll get a ticket for myself, shall I? Can you can you wait for us yeah. outside? I can't I, I can't wait. No, no. I can't, it'll be heartbreaking. It'll be weird. We're a few years off it yet. But when they say, actually, Dad, could you just take us there and meet us afterwards? I remember my dad, when I was about 15, took me and about four or five friends. We hired a minibus and my dad drove us all to um, Wembley to see Crowded House. Oh. Right? And he sat outside in the minibus and read his book. And I thought that was the the nicest, kindest thing yeah. he'd ever done. Yeah. It was wonderful. Oh. Good old dad. Lisa, thank you for that. That's a great way to kick off the show. Well, we'll see if we can get some more calls on that. All right, thank you. Thank you very much, Tata. If you're home alone at drunk, uh, on a bottle of wine and a bottle of Baileys, give us a call. (laughs) She was good. She was great, but it's made me think I haven't been to see any young people's bands ever. Handsome. I've always been into dad bands. Yeah, I've always been into dad bands. I mean, I saw some indie bands. I mean, the man from Del Monte, an indie band. We used to go to that when I was 16. Um, pop, like, kind of, um, no. I think my girls would like to see, um... Oh, no, Beyond... Little, little Mix. Yeah, They'd yeah. love that. Take them. For see when they play... Beyonce I've been to, actually. I've been to a few Beyonce concerts. Jennifer Lopez. But she's not really kiddies. I went to take that. Everyone's about my age. Um... Bands you've been to when you felt really old, 03444991000. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Late Night Conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 03444991000 is the um, telephone number. Um, oh, look, someone's having a go at Nick Abbott on, on Twitter and um, CCing me. Don't do that. Good evening, Graham. Hello, Ian. Hello, Graham. Hi, Graham. I've just been attacked by a bat. Let me just go back into the into the kitchen. Are you so sure it was a bat and not a vampire in disguise? It, it was indeed a bat. Anyway. Where are you, um, where are you so, calling us from? A Scooby-Doo cartoon? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I bought. I took my boys to a sex shop today. What? And what's that uh, got to do with Scooby Doo? Well, because um, we um, bought the the computer exchange C E X. It's pronounced sex, <laughs> and it's pronounced sex. And um, we bought. I saw up there. We buy some cheap games, and I saw on the back, brilliant box set in the shape of the Mystery Machine Scooby Doo twenty quid. I went, oh, let's have a look at that. Let's have a look at that sunshine. We got it. And the boy got about. He had he had about three out of ten DVD. I went, go on, we'll have that. Twenty quid, Scooby Doo box set. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. You know how to live. Oh, we'll. Hey, this thing. We went yeah. to see the new and. Uh, I'm going to write down the name of a of a character, Catherine, and I want you to say this character's name. Very famous character in popular culture. Who's that, please? Han Solo. Incorrect. Han Solo. Thank you very much indeed. Han Solo. 
Han Solo. Everybody, Han. say it with me. Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. Alan, say it with us, Alan. Han Solo. Han Solo. Jerry, say it with us. Han Solo. Sam, say it with us. Come on. Han Solo. Catherine, Han Solo. By George, I think they've got it. Yep, so that's how you got to pronounce it. We took the boys to see that. It was an all right film. Not great. Not one of the great ones. But it's it, for kids, right? Yeah, well, it is for kids, but there's a little bit too much romance in it. <gasps> Kissing. There's a lot of kind of travelling from point A to point B. and But but it's it, it's good. It's a good film. It's not great. It's not as good as um, the Rebel Force One, uh, um, Pilot One, <laughs> Air Force Down. What's it called? We Three Kings. Rogue One. That's it. It's Champion not as good a. as that. Um, but it's it was a... like an evening with my dad. Oh, I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. Hey, an evening with your dad. Is he selling tickets? That sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. It'd be a lot of swear, isn't it? Um, it, it, it? But it was good. I, we enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. We enjoyed it. Um, everyone says that Donald Glover steals the film. He doesn't. The bloke playing Han Solo steals Han the film. So- Han Solo. Solo. Um, no, I tell you who steals it. Um, uh, Woody Harrelson steals it. From Cheers. Oh, I don't like Woody Harrelson. Um, Why? Because he looks like a thumb. He, he looks like he needs a wash. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That will. Okay. Like There's a, a phone smelly. in. So, so There's great. a phone in. Celebs who need a wash. Him, Johnny Depp. Mm. And, Liam Gallagher. Yeah, and at times, do you remember when um, Brad Pitt was a bit scruffy as well? Yeah. Yeah. It was the 90s. Yeah. It was, without giving yeah. any spoilers, that was Brad Pitt in Deadpool, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it was. Okay, right, no spoilers. <laughs> Did you pick up on that? It, didn't they superimpose his face? It wasn't actually him, was it? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, it was him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Han Solo, Han Solo. Um, yeah, yeah, it was him. Yeah, it was him. I thought it was great because of that. Um, but it was it was quite a good film. And then we went went to. Here's the thing, Graham. I don't know if you've been listening. Have you been listening all this week? Oh yeah. What's the name of the cheap? What's the name of the cinema that's reduced its tickets? You. He's been listening. All right, okay. can say. Were you listening, Ian? Uh, well, so, appear not. So I went to the view. <laughs> I went to the view cinema in Maidenhead, right? And we uh-huh. went to the ticket machine, and it said, "Do you want to get premiere tickets?" And I went, "Yeah, flip it. I get premiere tickets because they're like five pounds." Flip it! Wow, you're so wrong. Five pounds eighty. So I got three premiere seat tickets, right? Ooh, and um, it, well, it came up as like thirty-six quid or something. I went, "What?" Flipping it. This is. I was about to go and complain, and I turned around. Of course, there isn't a View Cinema in Maidenhead. It's an Odeon. So the View was in Staines. I'd driven to the wrong town. Um, But but then as we as we came out, we went through the shopping centre, and there's this. There was this like, oh, this is great, right? Because shopping centres, shopping centres, high streets are dying. There's loads of shops closed down, right? So where this big old shop had been and closed down, Maidenhead Borough Council had opened it up. And put in five um, table tennis tables, whiff-waff tables. Wow. And it just said, big sign. And I walked past it. I thought, oh, OK, that looks like a bit of a con. But then I walked past it again. It said, ping-pong, table tennis. Come in, pick up a bat, play. It's free. And so I said to the boys, do you want to go and play a bit of whiff-waff? And we went in there. And we had to wait a few minutes. But then we were playing table tennis for free. Now, that's that's a genius idea. You can't make any money on it, but then you're not making any money on having an empty shop anyway. So they put in five 
table tennis tables and the bats and the balls. There was no one supervising it. And there were dads there with their kids. There were a couple, there were two homeless people there playing. And there, there were four fellas playing a game of doubles. It was brilliant. And That's the, a great idea. It's, it is a brilliant, brilliant idea. Put in free entertainment, kind of silly things you can do that don't require much supervision. And that aren't worth nicking. And that aren't worth nicking in the closed down shop. It's a brilliant idea. So we had a great yeah. afternoon. We did, uh, Graham, playing uh, Wiff Waff. Wiff Waff. Wiff Waff. Why is it? Where does Wiff Waff come from? Because I call it Wiff Waff. I don't know. I don't know. what I call it Wiff Waff because I'm a little bit of a tosser, but I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't Maybe know. Maybe that's the same with me. That makes sense. Yeah, I think I think only tossers say it, Graham. So welcome to the club. <laughs> welcome to the uh, club. What do you call it? Uh, uh, ping pong. Uh, oh, oh, related. so she's... Well, uh, well, you call it ping pong, do you? Well, uh, 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 racist. Why? Because... Um, <laughs> Ping pong is actually highly offensive to the Chinese. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. <laughs> Why? Um, what does it mean in Chinese? Something really rude. Uh, I I can't even begin to tell you. It's but Lady Willy. <laughs> he told her ping pong. Your ping pong, ping pong tiddle I po is <laughs> shut up. Is your Lady Willy? Hey Graham, can I ask you a question? What? Of course. Have pigeons got dicks? <laughs> well. I don't know. All right, let let me ask you a question, right? This is the question my boys asked me, and I started answering it and then realised I haven't got a clue. How do pigeons make... Don't Please don't show me a picture of a pigeon's willy, if that's what you're going to show me. Well, I thought that's what you wanted to see. (laughs) They say, how do do birds make make eggs that make babies? What do you think they use? They're not just giving each other backies. No, all right. I I have never seen a pigeon flying around with a big... Cock and balls. <laughs> I've never seen. It. You look up I'm pigeon. You see their. You see their manky feet that have got bits missing, but you don't see their their um John Thomas flapping about, do you? But they have to tuck it under like um, a plane's we- a plane's wheels. What, well, Graham? How would you? It's <laughs> their landing gear. How would you, Graham? How would you answer that question then? I would say um the rub up against each other and magic happens there we go there we go there we go <laughs> what did you call in for graham you terrible human being um well <laughs> first thing is is that the same shirt as you had on on um tvm this morning uh well first of all it's called good morning britain so up yours and secondly, oh, that's the one secondly yes of course it is he's such a scruff bag i'm not a scruff bag it's no, the no. same day it's the it's, same it's day the... It's the nice bit of chest that you're showing there, Ian. It's, oh, it's the it's, same chest from this morning. I um, <laughs> for those for those who don't know, I was on Good Morning Britain this morning, and I was doing it from. It was a real thrill, actually. I was doing it from um, Britain's Got Talent, a show that I've never watched until this week. Never watched it because I don't like those audition shows, but I've been really enjoying it. And I got to meet the um, the um, the soldiers from the war, the girl singers from the war. I yeah. got to meet the wind it, wind your body around and slam it all. I got to meet him. <laughs> Um, I got to meet um, Tim, who's, who was singing with his son Jack, and I got to meet a few other people. Right? It was really nice. But here's the, the thing I've noticed uh, whilst watching it is Simon Cow sits there holding a fan that looks like a phone and has his shirt unbuttoned to his navel. So, for a <laughs> laugh, I did four hits, right, four appearances, and each time the shirt got a little bit more unbuttoned. <laughs> and I, ha- I was waving my phone around my face. And... The Fawawi, Graham. The Fawawi. <laughs> on Twitter, <clears throat> I was called a pervert. I was told I was scruffy. 
I was told I was disrespectful. I was told that I shouldn't be allowed on TV. You were told they could see your nipples. I was called a C. And it was, but this is how thick, right, people are. Why is this shirt not done up? And then there's a, there's a story. Remember, it's dangerously open. It's, well, then, this is, <laughs> it's dangerous about it. This, this is the thing, right? This is the thing. Um, here we go. In, in the mirror online, Ian, Fla- Ian Lee flashes his torso with dangerously open shirt <laughs> in bizarre outfit choice on Good Morning Britain. The presenter showed off his bare chest in a saucy shirt. It's a shirt from Marks and Spencer's. That's filth peddlers. During an 8am segment on the show, presenter Ian Lee showed off his chest and a bit of stomach as he got it all out in a dangerously low-cut shirt on Good Morning Britain. Um, uh, Low cut. Oh, it's buttons, mate. That's the secret. Now I can't. I can't see the rest of this. Anyway, it's like it was slashed to the waist. <laughs> it's, outra- it's outrageous. And I'm thinking, because I wasn't going to do it, because I thought, oh, it's, I was thinking, how can I liven this up a bit and make it a bit me? I can unbutton the shirt. Oh no, that's a bit obvious. But I was with the, the, the and I can't remember the name, the D-Day landings or something. I don't know what they're called, but they were lovely. They're not called the D-Day landings. No, I can't remember, the, can't remember the call. They're really lovely, and we were really getting on really well. And what they're all, the, the, the girl I had to talk to was significantly shorter than me. So for one of the links, I did it kneeling down. I was going to say she'd have your face in a yeah, nipples. Yeah, I, I, was, I, was, I was kneeling down. But I said to them, I said, "What is it with Simon Cowell not doing his shirt up? Do you think maybe I should do the the, the link with the shirt open?" And they kind of egged me on. So the joke was obvious, <laughs> but no one got it, Graham. I've been branded a pervert. I'm worse than Rolf Harris now because of it that. It was hilarious. It was so funny. It was the dangerous, the dan- as, if, as if your nipple was going to suddenly jump out and poke somebody's eye out, or <laughs> the chest hair was going to start strangling I think it was. I think it was dangerous, the Graham. Triffids. I think it was dangerous because it was just so horny. <laughs> But, well, but also these 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 women <laughs> these wonderful women right they're all in their sort of twenties they're young women and they were dressed up in army uniforms and they sing songs from from you know like Vera Lynn and stuff like that and they're great yeah. really really good act actually yeah and so my first and they're obviously in their twenties so first question to them so what did you do in the war <laughs> right and they they said well, no we weren't in the war said so, oh right sorry no okay all right obviously joke some bloke tweeted. Ian Lee just asked them if they were in the war. This guy can't even do maths. They wouldn't have been born in World War Two. Oh, he wins five pounds. He wins five pounds in a book token. It's incredible, Graham. These are the idiots I'm broadcasting to. Stupid. There should be some kind of IQ test before you can log on to Twitter. (laughs) Yes. Can you imagine how nice Twitter would be? Oh, be bliss, wouldn't it? Man, wouldn't it? Um, So, one more thing. Yes. I had a dream, right? You're going to like this. Oh. it's a new TV show for you. Okay. So picture this. You go to people's houses. Yes. Um, you have a lovely co-host with you. Yeah. She's got lovely, lovely blonde hair. Very beautiful, beautiful. It's Angie Turner. You go into people's houses and you look at the house and you tell them how to make the house beautiful, how to wash the windows. What? What do you think? This is Ian. Yeah. Ian, what, are you going to break it to him? No, what would you call it, Graham? Uh, Ian Lee and Anthea are clean houses. <laughs> Thanks very much for calling. What a weirdo. <laughs> clean houses. Ian Lee and Anthea Turner go to people's houses and tell them how to clean their windows. You're like the new Kim and Aggie. <laughs> um, Alan, Jerry, Carlo, John, stay there, come to you a bit. This is Talk Radio. It's electric, it's eclectic, it's always rule-free. It's the late-night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, (laughs) on Talk Radio.
Um, let's go to Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Hello. Hello, Jerry. Sorry, missed out on cat. Gutted. Uh, no, really, I'm more trouble than I'm worth. No, you're not. You're the best. She's Thank not the you. best, mate. She's not the best. She is. She's In not, my opinion. She, your opinion d- counts for nothing, mate. Um, because uh, she's not. Oh, this was yesterday. You are the best, Catherine. Oh, no, I'm just saying that because I felt bad. I, I don't actually. Mean, I don't mean it. I don't mean it. I don't mean it. Kath said she was going to buy us posh pizzas tonight, Jerry. Yeah. And she bought us, she bought us cheap pizzas. Turns out, and it's giving me rotten guts. <laughs> so nice. So it's karma is getting me back. It's not, it's not that much karma in my stomach or my pants. No, but I'm eating I, the pizza again out of yeah. your jacks. I've had two meals today, and there's in both of them. Did you? What did you have? Chips, fish and chips, because you tried. You always get freaking fish and chips. Yeah. There's a little piece of it in the water. It's like, it's a warehouse floor. And it's just air tangled up in there. Had some cake at tea time. Mm. And put the air in there. I think you could put um, uh, a fish... You, you could put a fish in a remote control fishing tank, fish tank, couldn't you, and drive it around. What, a dead fish? No, a live fish, so that it could see the world. Oh, I get you now. A bit. the headlights. You, where would you put the headlights? I'm putting the headlights. Probably off the phone, you. But watch the headlights. Watch the lights and watch the headlights and you a fish tank in the headlights. Mm. Mate, don't get angry just because I've come up with an invention that's better than anything you've done. I'm going to show you a picture that's going to blow your mind, right? Oh, and I'll God. show you on YouTube in a second, right? Okay, it is the biggest goldfish you've ever seen, right? It's a potentially record-breaking goldfish. You ready? Yes. You ready, Catherine? Go on. I'll show it to you in a second, YouTubers. There you go. Wow! Ready, YouTubers? Are you ready, YouTubers? Here you go. There it is. A record-breaking Goldfish. That's not a goldfish. That's something dipped in paint. Lawrence Clark hooked the eight pounds five inch goldfish at a fish farm in Newdigate in Surrey. It's fourteen inches long. Um, his catch, a, a type of goldfish, must be verified by the British Record Fish Committee. Um, so there you go. That's it. There it's you go. It's a big one, Jerry. You just have to believe us. It's a big old yeah, goldfish. Yeah, I think it was, it was Cuddy on the line. No, well, uh, yeah, yeah, he is actually. Yeah. I think Cuddy continued there when we were hunting races. Caddick, do you see this big uh, goldfish? Oh, yeah, I can't believe the headline. Return to a and at 41%. Hey. Hey. What? What? Hello? Uh, Return to A&E at 41%. It's on the same page as a big fish. You better check. He's right! Return to A&E up 41%. NHS Brits are still sick. Well, thanks for that, Alan. You're looking out for him. Were you at the Wolverhampton races, Caddick? No, I'm not at Wolverhampton. That's why you didn't see him, Jerry. No, when I was in one place, I was... Well, I was at Aintree. Aintree. Nice. Isn't it, isn't it, isn't it, it's a horse race this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, the Derby. Yeah, the Epsom Derby. Yeah, and I've got a good feeling about Saxon Warrior. Well, are you going to go out with it? No, he's a favourite. What, for you to go out on a date with? No, I've got he's a good going to win. Here's the thing, we should ban horse racing, Alan, it's cruel. Only on the jumps. What? Because I- it's 34 on the flat as well, Alan. Yeah. They've got big injuries on the flat. They've, they've the big injuries on the flat, Alan. Well, 
I've seen a YouTube video of an Adelaide presenter stop a horse. Yeah, mad. She was stupid. Very much stupid. I'm going to be honest, I can't understand either of them now. It's just it's Someone just... got in front of a horse to stop it and they were very brave. Yeah, well, you shouldn't... Uh, you... stupid. It's, oh, stupid. Uh, I just think we should... Come on, go, go, Alan. We, we should ban horse racing, shouldn't we? Right. That's not what I wanted to talk about. I want to give you the results for tonight's we has Got Talent. Um, oh, yeah, go on, quick. You've got 30 seconds. Well, Mickey B, the, the musical comedian that won the public vote. No, what? The guy with the guitar? Yes. You're joking! Um, I tell you... Hang on a minute. I tell you who it should have been, right? The um, the Vietnamese acrobats should... Is it recorded news? It's going to be a little bit late. But the Vietnamese acrobats should have won... The surreal, the woman who ate um, spaghetti and, and sang opera and did contortions. Yeah. She should have got, come second, and that's it. Is there a third one? Do they have a third place? For the wild card. Okay, so go on. What happened? The, the, the Japanese guys. Vietnamese. It was a split decision by the judges, and they got second in the public vote. Split I saw a split decision. <laughs> yeah. So, so who? Oh, and, and third place was going to be the magician, wasn't it? Yeah, Monday. So, where did the opera singing contortionist get? She was sent home. Oh, oh, Prince Philip would have loved her. She was the she was the fact that something so silly is performance art. It was Andy Kaufman. The fact that something like that was on prime time ITV on a Friday night. I thought, do you know what? There is a glimmer of hope. If you want to come be silly, you should have seen last night with Marty Bucks. Yep, again, didn't get any of that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
344 is the telephone number. Can everyone tweet at Darth Limmy and call him a chicken? He's in town. He's near here. And he messaged me privately and said, what, what are you doing tonight? I'm in London. I said, oh, I'm doing the radio show. You'd be welcome to pop in. He went, nah, I'll stay in, I'll stay in the hotel and watch the world at war. So just send him abuse for being an absolute chicken. Um, John and Jackie stay there. We'll go to Carlo first. Good evening, Carlo. Hello, mate. How you doing, buddy? Very, very well, Carlo. What have you got for us at five minutes past 11 on a Friday night, sir? Mate, mate, to be honest, a little bit nervous, mate. First time caller and stuff, obviously. Listening to you for a long time, to be fair. Well done. You've uh, made the right back choice. In the tri- back, yeah, back, back at the Triple M days, you know. There we go. There we go. Classic days. Classic. <laughs> no, Classic. Classic Yeah, nice, mate. How's it going? What's going uh, on? I'll tell you what's going on, actually, mate. And I'm glad you've called because I need to speak. Yeah. I need to, Catherine's not here. I need some man advice. Yeah. Man on yeah. man action is needed. Okay. Well, so yeah. do you ever get you know like your you know your like beard and stuff your your face. Right. Yeah. Do you ever get like a trapped hair where it goes uh, instead of growing out it grows under the skin and it kind of swells up a bit. Yeah, I, I, I'm Sicilian, so I'm, I'm oh, quite hairy, mate. Yeah, so, so you yeah. get it a lot. I, I well, get these problems. Now, normally, problems. normally I kind of get them on my neck, and I can see them in a mirror. And what I do, this probably isn't the right way to deal with it, but I get a yeah. safety pin, and you can sort of see the hair <laughs> through the skin, and I just put it underneath the hair, and I kind of pop it out. Right, yeah. There's a bit of blood if I have to go deep, but you pop it out, and then yeah. you either shave, next time you shave, or you pull it out with a pair of tweezers. Right. right well, I've yep. got one right it's right on my Adam's apple, so it's low down, right? So I can't be really... Be careful with st- that, yeah, yeah. Be careful with that. Well, first of all, I thought it was a spot, so I went to squeeze it, and it just... It, and it flipping hurt, and there was it wasn't popping at any point. So I thought, right, it's not a spot. This is a trapped air. So mm. today I was going at it with a, um, a, a, a safety <laughs> pin, but I can't really see it because it's on my Adam's apple. I, couldn't yeah. see, I can't see the hair or anything. So... I don't know what to do, and it's sore, and it looks bright red, and it looks silly, and I don't know what to do, Carlo. You being as I knew you were the right person to ask about this, being a Sicilian oh, to be honest, man. To be honest, I think I think a little bit of foundation. I don't want to cover it. I want to get yeah, rid of it. I need to cover it a little bit. I need to cover. Oh, you want to get rid of it? Um, I want to get rid of it. You got to go deep, mate. You got to go deep. You got to go deep. You got to get it out. Yeah. You just got to go through through the blood. And, uh, but I can't yeah, see where the uh, Catherine. If I gave you a safety pin, no, I'm not gouging. <laughs> I'm not gouging around the tracheotomy area. No. Why don't we? Um, why don't you have like a hot, a hot compress on it? Open up the pores. Oh, hot compress. Jesus, what a what a knob. Um. What a yeah. knob. All you've got to do, listen. And I, we, we've got these yeah. lights. So it's bright lights here, right? Yeah. All you've got to yeah. do, Catherine, is find a safety pin. I go back. <laughs> Look, we've got these lights here. Here we go. This is this is it, right? So we've got these bright lights. Oh, they're bright. Look at it. Right, so you can see it perfectly. <laughs> I go here, oh you can God. see it now, can't you? And I go at your throat with a pin. Yes. Have you got a safety pin? <laughs> no. Right, I have. Oh, no, Ian, I don't want to do it. I'll tell you what, I've had, to pl- I've had to pluck a few hairs from the missus before, you know. From where? Uh, from the throat. From the throat? Your, your yeah, missus yeah. got a hairy a throat. Of, a couple that grows out. Like, oh, yeah, do you know what? Bit. The rogue hair is a thing. Yeah, man, it just and it just pops out of, like nowhere. Yeah, and you yeah. don't see it until it's wafting away, yeah. and it's about two inches yeah. long. And you think, when yeah. when did that sprout? There's often there's often times where we're driving to like an occasion, like round my sisters or something, and there'll just be like uh, Catherine will see the road, you know. Yeah. yeah so what? Catherine, out. you're his sister. Is your is your wife called Catherine? No, my missus. My missus called Catherine. Yeah. Right. 
Why did I say sister? And why is why is what's going on? Why is my head shrinking? I don't know. <laughs> Ian, like you know, what, you know, what I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Was, uh, I'm, I'm a mechanic from uh, like Central Surrey and that. Beautiful. I wanted to know your like um, your uh, lineup of cars that you had from like as a, a young lad yep. up until now. What, what was the progression? <laughs> what were you? What, what did you drive first? The first one was a rip-off, and it was it was a Ford. I don't know what it was. It was a Ford Fiesta. First yeah, one was a Ford yeah, Fiesta nice. that broke. It just broke down. It was a rip-off, and I got rid of it because I had a stalker. <laughs> I had it for a couple of years, and I had a stalker, and they slashed the tires, and I got so pissed off with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So I just got rid of it. I thought, I've had oh, enough. Sorry. Yeah. After, sorry. After that, it was a Volkswagen Polo. Mm. Then after that... No, sorry, excuse, I beg, beg you your went German, went German. Oh, yeah. I went German. After that, it was a, yeah. so the first one was a Ford Fiesta, then it was a Volkswagen Golf, then it was a yeah. Volkswagen Golf, then it was a yeah. Volkswagen uh, Golf, then <laughs> it was an Audi A3. Oh, yeah. bit of telly oh. money came in! Yes, right. And then it was a Nissan Micra, because TV work and stuff, <laughs> and I couldn't afford the payments on the Audi, so I had to sell it! Um, then it yeah, was a. Sorry, if you need a, if you, if you need a trade MOT, mate, you're welcome down my place anytime. Well, hang on, MOTs are only like 40 quid, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, but you get a family rate, so. Well, how much Whoa. is that? Uh, 25. So hang on, I've got to drive all the way to Surrey. Yeah. To yeah. save 15 quid, which I'd probably spend in petrol. <laughs> so so I'll, give you, you. I'll give you a coffee, mate. I'll give you a coffee and, uh, give, give you a bit of free Wi Fi. Oh, my God. He knows how to sell a deal. Free Wi-Fi, you say? Uh, Carlo, I'm interested, buddy. Uh, here we go. Here we go. What's the, where, where, what's the name of the, your garage, Carlo? Um, SS Motors in Weybridge. We're a Mercedes specialist. We uh, repair and restore old vintage uh, Mercedes from the 60s upwards. So. All right. Well, uh, if I ever yeah, get a Mercedes. Down, I, well, I'm, I'm not going to, but I appreciate the offer, man. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Cheers. Bye-bye. Yeah. What a nice guy. Corsa. Yeah. Micra. Yeah. Jazz. Yeah. Oh, that was a low point. I got so bullied in that. Yeah. It was light blue as well, so it's proper granny wagon. Yeah. Fiat 500L, Ooh. which was great. Glass roof. Slow though. Yeah. The Mini, and I've got to say, the Mini is the best. But I've, I went after the 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 clear. I went back to po- polos. Yeah. Polos. Come and do this. No, I'm not doing it. What are going to do? It won't hurt. It won't well, hurt me. Yeah, I'll do it on I'll do it on the YouTube so the kids can see it. They like that stuff, don't they? Come here, you dirty, 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 we buggers. Can you can you look? The, can they see my throat? Adjust I don't the... think I can see a hair. You said you could see I it could... earlier. Oh God! You've been gouging. No, no, no. no, I'm not doing it. Oh, Kath, come on! No. Sam, come on! It's not come bri- on! It's not bright enough. What do you mean it's not bright enough? We got bloody t- look! There's a lot of shadow going on. Yeah, you can open it up. You open it. Come and do it. I'm in pain. I would lance a boil. This is you. You bloody wouldn't. Didn't mean it like that. Didn't mean it like Flipping that. Heck. Um, please. No. I'll give you ten pounds. I've told you before. No. Catherine, I will give you twenty pounds. I am in pain, and I was humiliated on on live television today. Come and have a proper look and have a little feel. Come and have a look and have a feel. <laughs> no. Come and have a look and have a feel. Are we? You're my best mate. Well, I know, but I'm not come a on. nurse. Come on. No. Just come and have a look at it, please. Please have a look at it. Can you do your shirt up? Because that is dangerously open. Right, I'll do the shirt up. But my flies, I'm afraid, are <laughs> medically broken. There we go. They are and all, aren't they? You can adjust the light. I don't want to do this. You, you, you go on. This is, this is out of my remit. I can't even see it. I can't, I can't even see it, Ian. I mean, if I just stick this in you and go, there you go, will you be happy? 
you got to fish around. How do we make this end? Get the hair out. It's not there. You said you could see it earlier, Catherine. I, I think you scratched it off. So you were either lying then or you're lying now. <laughs> I think you scratched it off. It's not there, look. You're such a... Um, you're a, you're a, Can we go to the break? Because I, I wish to tell Catherine exactly what I think of her. And I Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, mate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. So... We're trying to find out how to get a, an ingrowing hair out of my... It's, it's right on my Adam's apple, right? Oh. And Catherine, my mate wouldn't gouge oh, me. Oh, look at this. YouTube tutorial how-to. Well, I know how to. He's got a pin and he's going to pull it out. It's gouged. It's a gouge. You hook it and then it, you, you hook it and it comes out. I know I've done it loads of times. What part of their body is that? I don't know. That's all you've got to do, Catherine, is gouge and hook and pull. And she wouldn't do it. And then someone suggested, oh, you get some bread and milk and put that on it. You do, why are you showing me this? This is like pornography. When I've ah! taken a back, actually, look how long it'll be. Uh, uh, go on, he's going to get. We're watching a video of someone getting a trapped hair, doing what I asked Catherine to do. It's all gone all funny. And she wouldn't do it because it turns out that actually she's not my mate. Um, oh, that's disgusting. There you go, he's got it. He's got it. Beautiful. Uh, look I'd at hook that. it. Hook it underneath. Look at that pus. Uh, uh. That is disgusting. You go. Hook it. There you go. Got it. Now. Oh man. Yeah, you, you couldn't do that. That's horrible. You couldn't do that for me. <sighs> I would gladly make you postulate if you <laughs> if you wanted me to do. What's the black bit? Just a scalp. That's the, the black bit's the hair. Is it? That's the hair. You watch it'll unra- it'll unravel and it'll be quite long. Unravel, unravel. 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 Oh man, alive! That's disgusting. It's life, mate. It's bodies. It's the last great taboo. Everything else has been covered. Everything else has been covered. Good evening, Jackie! Good evening, Ian! Jackie is a posh scouser! I'm not a posh scouser. I'm a will ice ace ace. <laughs> She's a will ice ace I'm a will ice lad, okay, like? Yeah, okay, like Catherine's watching um, a film of something that I'm, she won't do I'm for her best mate. I'm just watching you on YouTube. I just... Oh. Look, so long, there's. I don't want to admit this, but I've had one as well on, on my throat. Oh. Big black hair. Yeah. 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 And I just kept plucking it. It's now gone. What do you mean? Yeah, but it wasn't ingrowing. It was just, it was just. No, 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 no. no. It's just, it was, it's been there for years. And then all of a sudden it's just, it's just gone. Wow. Right, but I wasn't phoning in for that. But this has been so interesting. It was just had me yeah. blues. It is the, it is the, it's the last great taboo. Mental health, um, sexual um, uh, um, uh, proclivities and stray hairs. Everything else has been talked well, about. And, well, and my my partner George has one on the corner of his lip, right in the corner of his lip, and he sits there constantly with a pair of tweezers. Yeah, trying to pull it out. Trying to pull it out, and I can I, I just watch him and go, "What are you doing?" He said, "I've got a hair in my lip. I've got a hair in my lip." And he'll just sit there, and he makes it sore. Yeah, sore lips. Cat's looking at it. You want to get in there? No, I don't. You want to get in there now? No, no You've seen no, that no, video Kat, on how to do it. It was disgusting. Yeah. No, don't go there, Jackie. Kat. I'll sh- get Jackie, blamed for it. You won't get blamed. Jackie, you shut up. I will sign a waiver. I will sign a waiver. I don't want to do it. Write me a waiver, Catherine, that you're happy with, no, and I'll sign it. I don't it. want to. I don't want Sam, to do, it. do it. I'm your boss. 
Kath, I can't see what a safety pin's going to do. No, I want to get tweezers on it. No, right. I have done this a hundred times. The video you just saw did it with a with a safety pin. What the safety pin does, Jackie, and I don't mean to have a go at you, something I'm very passionate about. No, go on, about. go on. I'd, I'd like the, to the, know. So the hair is growing underneath the skin, okay? It's good. Instead of popping out the skin, it's growing underneath the skin, okay? So yeah. the, the safety pin breaks the skin... And you can just hook, or you, you, there's none of the hair is on the surface. So you just hook a little bit of the hair out, then you get the tweezers, then you can pull it out. Whoa. That's it. Okay, Whoa. okay. Right, I, might, I might try that with George then. That's a good idea. Well, Thank hang on. Is it, is it growing underneath the skin? Well, I don't really know because I don't really take that much notice of him when he's doing it. <laughs> or at all. <laughs> or at all. He sounds yeah. like a right pudding. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. Well, right, the reason I phoned yes. in. Yes, Jackie. Right, that goldfish. Yes. Right, the goldfish. In the, in the tank, remote control tank. Oh, no, yeah, the, the, the giant goldfish. Yeah, the giant goldfish. Yeah. Years ago, I rescued from a friend's tank two ghost carp, because my boyfriend's a fisherman, and yeah. he used to be a bailiff on a fishery yeah. in Mould, in Wales, and we, we put the two... They, they outgrew my tank, but I had a really large goldfish. Yeah. So we put the goldfish and the two carp in his fishery. Yeah. And the goldfish is still there. Oh. And it's still being caught. So oh. I need to get down there now and see how big that goldfish is, because oh, I really? think I can break that record. Really? You think your goldfish yeah. is going to be bigger than 14 inches? I'm scratching my nuts. Sorry. <laughs> Well, I haven't, got that, no, I haven't someone, got that bit on YouTube yet. No, because someone's just tweeted, right? Yeah. Ian, uh, Lou has just tweeted, Ian, you have just started shaving your undercarriage. Wait till you get an ingrowing hair down there. It's a nightmare for woman. I ended up in A&E. Kath, I don't want to go to hospital, and I don't... <laughs> I, I, you don't want me to go to hospital because the NHS is struggling. So do you At want... At least it'd be quiet if so you, do you want, hospital. Do you want a child who is sick to die because i'm taking up a hospital bed oh or do you God. want to do you want to just stick a safety pin into a little spot on my throat and and have a little route around i will sign Kath. a waiver Kath, go for the safety pin oh God. jackie jackie go for it go, go for it Kath. here we go it's can here. you carry on talking to people then because i don't think they want all right turn the lights on <laughs> here we go i don't want to do it right. yeah go on of course you do no right let's get all these lights on so you've turned them off Put the big light on. Oh, come on then. I'm waiting for this. Yeah, you're going to wait for it. You're Disgusting. Gonna, you're going to love it. You are going to love it. There's the safety pin. It's horrible. Yeah, I can attack my boyfriend tomorrow now. Make sure the light is shining. You can use the light <laughs> of your phone as well. You got it? Oh, God. Don't go in too deep because that will actually kill me. Stop talking. All right then. You're going to do it. You're still in the way of the light. I'm fine. All right. I can't stop keep talking. talking I can't keep talking to people then All if right, you're telling me just, to stop. Well, stop talking because when you do that, you, um, Adam's apple wibbles about. <laughs> oh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> Go on, Kath. We're all behind you. Oh, actually, I think I might be able to see it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go on, do it. Do it. You're doing it. You're doing it. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. It's my throat. No, but that was my inner monologue popping out. <laughs> Ugh, this is horrible. Stop doing the special <laughs> breathing. <laughs> oh, this is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> if you can watch this on YouTube. I'm watching it. I don't want to do it. Go on, you're in now. 
bearing in mind you put on YouTube that it was a live sex show. (laughs) (laughs) Just just a second, dear listener. What a contrast from last night, huh? Anyway, carry on. From goldfish to ingrowing cares. Stop talking. No, I can't see it. Mm. I'm just making a big hole. (laughs) I can't see it. I'll scrape some skin off. Is that it? I don't think you can get it. You can get it going sideways. Yeah! Going sideways. Go on. This is horrible. Stop making the noises. It hurts. I'm being a very brave soldier. Don't push down on my throat. She just pushed down on my throat with her thumb. Stop it. Stop moving. What if I do that? Um... <laughs> I can't find it. Not the first time a lady said that to you. <laughs> oh, hang on. What was that? No, I'm just making it bigger. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> right, Sodja, I can't find it. Well, was that very unsatisfying? Yeah, it was unsatisfying. Good, it was unsatisfying for me as well. Well, uh, well, well done, to be honest, Kath. Jackie, I blame you. No, that's brilliant, Kath. Well done. She didn't do anything. I couldn't find well, it. I think he's making it up for attention. Oh. I know, probably. All right, okay. Well, th- thanks for calling, Jackie. Okay, good night. Up yours. I was being a very brave soldier there, guys. Very brave soldier. No, you weren't. As I got in close, I could hear him going. <laughs> Let's go. Turn to the radio up. Oh, turn, tell it up. It, turn it up. Turn the radio up. Oh, you can still hear Sorry? Who are you? Um, um, my name is Ian Lee, sir. Hello, what's your name? Dude, you know it is. Sir? <laughs> it's Jonathan, Ian. You remember, we've got history. Jonathan, um, not in the mood tonight, but thanks for calling. No, no. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, good evening, Catherine. Hi. Oh, it's Catherine with the hairy neck. Oh, thanks, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Carlo's girl, uh, Mrs. She's the one that's yeah. got the hairy neck and he, he plucks her. <laughs> yeah, well, um, it happened, well, it started, I had like... What Hang I on a second, can I, sorry, can I ask you, is this Carlo doing like, like a little girl's voice? <laughs> is this your... No, no. he sorry. didn't tell me he was going to say about my oh. neck. Okay, we can we, we can go back in time and dump that bit, and it will never get broadcast. No, no, it's no. fine. Don't worry, I'll share it to help you. Go on. Right. So it started off what I thought was a zit. So yeah. every girl does exfoliate and moisturise it, yeah. but it didn't really go. Are you drunk? And then I realised there was something there. Yeah. So I kept moisturising it, and then one day I got the tweezers out. Yeah, tweezers, you see. Yeah, it's all about the tweezers. So it certainly is. He's messing about with pins. <laughs> Catherine, I oh, gave Catherine. it a little squeeze. Catherine's my favourite. And it came up call. to the service. Yes. And then Carlo plucked it. <laughs> <laughs> so he went to my throat with the tweezers, dug it a bit, and plucked it out. Now, did, 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 did Carlo, did he pluck you hard? <laughs> Uh, it was a little hard, yeah, to get it out, yeah. but yeah. And how often do you get a hard plucking from your husband? <laughs> oh, um, well, as long as you keep the area clean, it doesn't really come back too much. 
<laughs> so childish. But the, 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 you, you, but the thing is, I've tried to squeeze this one. And it no, just... don't squeeze it. That's the worst thing. Well, you said that you squeezed it and it brought it to the surface. No, no, after I exfoliated. All right. Ah, so I should exfoliate. Yeah, exfoliate it and bring it up to the surface. This is what I said to We're you. Rubbing. I said you've got to get go in a nice hot shower, maybe put a hot flannel against it hang so on. you open right. the pores. Right? Yeah, you've got to open the pores. Yeah. yeah, hang on a second, though, Catherine. That's not exfoliation. No, but you do all no, that no, stuff. No, no, no. Rubs it. Thank you. Right, Catherine said... Um, right, it's two Catherines, it's annoying. <laughs> so the um, uh, Lady Catherine on the phone said exfoliate, and um, uh, Dunce Catherine <laughs> in the studio went, that's what I said! Put hot water. You that's exfoliate not... in the shower. Yeah, but you exfoliate so with an hot. exfoliant is when you get like sand. That's what the traditional exfoliant sand. is. That's a traditional exfoliant. Thank you. It's what the Romans yeah, used to use. But you're not going to exfoliate outside the shower. You've got to be in the shower to but exfoliate. But she, Catherine, Catherine, Catherine didn't say exfoliate. But I think you need to open your pores no, up as well. You, but no, but shit. Catherine said exfoliate, and Catherine said that's what I said. But that's not what you said. That's what Catherine said. Catherine said it, not so Catherine. That's what I said. So exfoliate in the shower, bring it to the surface, and yep. get in there with some tweezers. Okay, um, Catherine. Yes. Not yes. you. That the, the other one, Catherine. Yes. No. Good, Catherine. Yes. No, Lady Catherine on the phone. Oh, I'm a lady. Well, <laughs> we'll get, we should get the test results back at the weekend. Um, uh, are you free next no, week? Are you, are you free Monday to Friday next week at 10 o'clock? I'm free Friday. Because mm, I'm looking for a new producer. And it, would be, <laughs> it would be so much no, easier. I'm looking for someone to operate on you. It would be so much easier if they had the same name as my current producer, because I'm not oh. very good with names. I've lost my I'm sorry, but Catherine's got a soft spot for me in my heart so she's my face we stick together Catherine have you got a soft spot for her in her heart totally totally in my heart okay who's got the soft spot we've both got soft spots and where is it hearts okay Han Solo (laughs) Han Solo thank you Catherine bye Bye. no not you you're staying that one oh Oh, no that one thank you Catherine you're a good sport oh three four four I know four nine nine one thousand uh evening Jonathan I'm back again. Not a chance. Let's go to Sally. Good evening, Sally. Hello. Sally, oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Um, would you would you yeah. stick would you stick a yeah. safety pin into yeah. a, a spot on my Adam's apple to get a hair out? Yeah, of course. There we go. You see, there we go. Easy to see when you say when you're miles away. Well, my my ex, right? When I met him, he had a, he had this mole on the side of his face. Yeah. That was letting in water, (laughs) letting in water. Do you remember that? It's a good song, that. And um, anyway, a couple of months later, I was sat there next to him. (laughs) And the mole mole looked odd, right? Oh, God. And there was this hair poking out of it. Yeah, yeah. So I took a scalpel to it. <laughs> She's batshit crazy. She scalpeled him. Oh my god, there's a psychopath. <laughs> oh god. Yes. And what happened? Did loads of little spiders come out? <laughs> no, but about three foot of hair came yeah. out. Oh. Uh, yeah. I've had an inch come out. No, there was two. Oh, very funny. No, I'm not joking. I have. I have. 
Yeah, there was about there was about two or three foot of cold hair. Wow, and did some teeth and like a little a little baby embryo come <laughs> it <was> out. His <laughs> twin. <laughs> Um, that's, um, but that's, but that's life, Sally, and no one, no one tells us about these things. Oh, the smell, too. Oh, was it? Oh, oh I bet it was rank. Oh, disgusting. Oh, anyway, man. yeah, get it sorted. I'll do it. I'll, I'll whip it out. All right, I'll, I'll pop round after the show tonight, and you can whip it yeah, out for me, um, because my best mate isn't, <laughs> he can't be bothered to do it. I couldn't see it. I was All rooting right, around in there. There was nothing there. No, nah, get a scalpel to it, be fine. Right, you're actually, I'm not coming around, Sally, you're not. Thank you very much for calling. Very, Cut very... the middleman, get a big knife. Very, very weird vibe this evening. 0344-499-1000, this is Talk Radio. Neon lit night talk for torch singers, trolley dollies, and train wrecks like me. Mm. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Here's what's going to happen tonight when I get home to my lonely bed on my own is I'm going to spend an hour in front of the bathroom mirror. Can I tell you a story that I don't think I've ever told before? Um, when you take lots of cocaine, so there's a, one of the psychoses associated with cocaine is that you think that things are under your skin. And people, um, you quite often see, I mean, these are like heavy cocaine users, not your casual ones. They're heavy cocaine. You quite often see them scratching. And they'll be scratching and looking at their arms and stuff. And a lot of scratching and looking at their arms and just keep looking at their arms. And it's because often people think there are things under their skin. Um, And generally they think they're bugs under their skin. Occasionally people will think they're microchips under their skin. It's that kind of stuff. Now, I used to do a lot of cocaine. I haven't done cocaine for a while. I I haven't done it for a while. And I do get hairs under my skin, you know, get trapped on my face. And this is a horrible story. This is not a fun story at all. This is this is a terrible story. And one night, my girlfriend was upstairs asleep, and I was doing a lot of drugs. It was very, very high. And it started off, as always, started off fun, playing um, Rainbow Six and getting into it, and then, yeah, then, then basically watching porn all night. And I became convinced that the the, the, the um, there is there. I can feel it because there's still a little groove in my thing. I became convinced that there was a hair, an ingrowing hair, just. Just there, guys, just above sort of the right cheek, the top of the sort of beard line there. So I got some some tweezers and I was 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 pulling it out and I couldn't find it. So I got a, uh, um, a safety pin and I was kind of scraping and pulling and scraping and pulling. And basically, and this is really unpleasant. Basically, I gouged um, about an in- inch long gash in my face and it was really deep it was really really deep and i did it that side and i did it on the the other side it's horrible i mean like it was a massive gash two massive gashes and there was blood pouring out of it and the next day my girlfriend woke up she went what the what have you done man i said oh there was something under my skin i was convinced it was there convinced if i just go a little bit deeper i'll get it out get it out get it out and uh, and I couldn't get it out because it wasn't there. Obviously, it was it was nuts. And I kept going back to it every now and then, but uh, but it left me with these huge, massive like scars on my face. And um, when I got clean, and this was years ago. This was this was fourteen, fifteen years ago. And then when I got clean, and I'm, this is amazing. This happened. So I had these big sort of brown marks on my face from these from this pulling, and they were smaller ones, but these two big ones. And they were horrible, really horrible. And I was in the queue in the post office in Moswell Hill. And a woman tapped me on the shoulder. So I'm really sorry to, 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 to those marks on your face. I think I can get rid of them for you. I said, all right. She said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I run like a skin treatment center. 
and we do a treatment it will take about six to eight treatments and um i, I think we can pretty much get rid of that and i was like all right, fine. And I was just starting to get clean and was starting to, um, you know, look after myself and eat. And I got my hair cut proper, all this stuff. I went, all right. I went along for this treatment. It was really expensive. It was probably six, seven, six or eight sessions. I want to say it was like 300 quid a session, something like that. And it, but it worked. You can see now, you can see on the right one, I still get a little spot there that every now and then I have to squeeze because it just gets a bit of a build up of pus. And there's a slight scar. If you get close to me, there's a slight scar on the little groove on the right. But that's it. But it was the most, it was basically a skin peel every other week. You would go. Oh, it was so painful. So painful. They would basically scrape the skin off your face it was on lamb's conduit street i think it was in, in, in scrape the skin off your face and then they would like zap it you had to sit there for about 20 minutes with this laser like slowly moving over your face just zapping the face and then they'd rub this cream on flip it it was agony and it would you i remember i went and met someone for lunch afterwards after one of the sessions and she said um ian um your face has just started bleeding because because the skin had come off and it was the it was so painful and it was so intense but it worked and i'm so glad i did it i'm so glad i did it because you know it's a lot of shame around what you know your um uh, what do they call it? War wounds. It's, it's kind of like, you know, your, your battle scars is, is what it was. And they got rid of them pretty much. I can still see it now. And it still breaks my heart that I did that to my beautiful baby face. So um, what I'm saying is, guys, um, if you take drugs, make sure you're wearing like boxing gloves or mittens or something where you can't attack your face. Or... Or don't have any sharp implements around that you could use to gouge your, your skin with. Or, or um, don't have any mirrors. There's I, another one. I don't know what you want me to say. Or don't do drugs, kids. All right, mum. Oh, that is good advice, actually. But it was oh, it's horrendous. Oh, it's horrendous. What a what a, a silly pudding. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to John. Evening, John. Evening, Ian. Cut. Hello, John. Hello. Uh, this shoe is flying along tonight. Isn't it? Hey, Isn't it's, a, it's a real difference from last night, but we're having a lot of fun tonight. Yeah, you're right. I, I did like the accordion music last night, the, the, the version of Africa. It was good, that, wasn't it? Yeah, I like that. Good, I, I, the, the thing about the accordion, right, everyone sneers at the accordion. Um, but enough hard instrument to play. Oh, yeah, no, it's a tough is... instrument to play. I don't know. Because you've got the, key, the side that's like a piano keyboard. And then you've got to do the timing of the breathe, because you breathe in and out. It makes different notes. <laughs> but then I don't know the side that's like little black dots. The buttons. The are buttons. Right? I don't know what are they. Are they chords? What are they? Are they chords? Well, uh, the the one there's one with an indentation on, and, and that's a C chord. Oh. So you've got to work your way like from that, and that's on the second row. Right. You know, I'm just a beginner, like so. I, I, I don't really play it much. I, I've tried, and I can knock a few tunes out, like you know, but. Obviously, if you've got that C chord to start from, you know, you can, um, you can get a few... That's kind of where you root yourself. Like like with the piano keyboard, you root yourself <laughs> with the middle C, and then you kind of uh, work from there. Um, 
I'd, I'd love to be able... I had a beautiful accordion once that my old man found on the the, sk- uh, the the local dump in Slough. He came back with an accordion, and it was and I had it for years, and I got rid of it about 20 years ago, probably. Stunning bit of kit. I'd love to be able to play it. I'd uh, love to. Or even, even a little squeeze box. Well, I've got a squeeze box. You can have it. Mama's got a squeeze box. She wears on her chest and <laughs> wins. I got all right on it, and then I got fed up with it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a tough old thing. Well, they're a tough old thing. Anyway, John, uh, what you got for us? Um, well, I was going to... Bring you about the um, feeling old at a concert. Do who what? Feeling old at a concert. Feeling old at a concert, yes. yes. Um, I went to see the Killers. <laughs> Wowzers, okay. Wowzers. What do you think of them? You're going to see the rubbish, are you? No, I think they're all right. Did they uh, do Mr. Brightside? Yeah. I like that uh, song. That's, uh, that's, uh, I like uh, that. I think they're all right. Uh, not... They were really good at Live Eight. Yeah, not not my cup of tea, but the, the kind of the hits I, I can I could tap along to. I could, I could well, imagine I, I, myself. I, I like that tune, you know. Yeah. Um, and I went along with my daughter to see them at um, in Newcastle at the, the arena. And like I prefer to sit when I when I go to concerts. Um, yeah, me. T- oh God, me too. I, I struggle really to stand like for a, like more than two hours, you know. <clears throat> but anyway, um, we could only get seats on the ground. So I said, if we get in early. We can like stand around the outside somewhere and yeah. lean against whatever. Yeah, lean against. <laughs> so um, that's what we're doing. And um, during the during the concert, I, I seen people throwing uh, what I thought were glasses of beer. You yeah, know. Yeah. So I, I said to my daughter for a lap, I says, "Well, well, will I throw a mine?" What? And she said, "Oh no, no, no! I didn't do that." And I says, well, why? She says, well, that, that's not really the drink, what they're throwing. Oh. You know, but, but I've seen, like, a, it was, a lot of carry-ons going on. It thought, was, it was uh, bottle, it was, they were weeing into their glass. Aye, exactly, aye, that's what they were oh, doing, aye. Dirty, dirty boys. But, I, like, obviously, I never realised I was just willing to throw my half a pint of lager. Could have, could have been worse, they could have been, you know, doing the other. Oh, my God. I suppose, aye. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, good for you for going to see it. To see it, but I, just, I like going to concerts. I don't, but uh, you're right. When I was a young man, John, I wanted to be up the front, slam dancing and getting into it. And I would get there early, and I'd sit through all the crappy support bands because I was at the front. But now I'm. I just. I don't care if I'm sat at the back. I want to sit down. And do you know what? I might leave halfway through if I'm feeling a bit tired. I don't mind. I don't mind now. Well, if, if you're happy and you've seen enough, that's that's good, isn't it? You, know? you feel like you got your money's worth. Yeah, it's like when I take uh, the kids and I'm saying to Kath, when I take the kids, I know there's probably a good chance we might have to leave halfway through. They've sat through most of them, but some of them, the Beach Boys was quite long, and um, at the interval, the youngest was asleep, and three songs into the second act, the eldest was asleep, and I stayed around for a couple of more, and I thought, I'm not going to be able to carry two sleeping boys. Let's wake one uh, up. But it's, you know, it's... it's... Well, of course, you've heard, you've heard all of their, their music, you know. Yes. So it's for you, like, you know. There we go. Hey, John, nice one, mate. Thank you very much for that. 0344 499 Good evening, Lee. Good evening. Good evening, Lee. What have you got for us tonight? I was wondering what he was uh, doing on the camera earlier on. Sorry? Uh, I was seeing you on uh, YouTube. I was wondering what he was doing. Well, I was asking my best friend to perform a minor surgical procedure on me, and she refused to. I've got, I've got an ingrowing hair on my Adam's apple, and Catherine refused to do the, the, the matey thing and remove it. <sighs> Lee, you gave me a safety pin and instructions to gouge. Now, I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> I thought you was attacking them. That's well, what, that's no, what I thought. No. no, not this time. <laughs> no. 
so how are you then? You ain't Ian. I'm all right. I'm all right. I've had a great day. I, I, I got two hours sleep last night after the show, then went to Good Morning Britain, and it was a thrill because I was out of the studio and got to meet some of the Britain's Got Talent acts. It's not re- not really been my kind of thing in the past, but they were all such lovely people I mean, really lovely people enjoying. You know, they're an exciting period of their lives and enjoying it, loving he's, it. He's gone proper yeah. softly because we used to watch it. If we ever watched it, we'd laugh and take the mickey out of people. But yeah. now he's like, oh, they're really nice characters. No, they were lovely. Honestly, they, they were absolutely... Those, um, I wish I could remember the name of the, the singing group, the... the the girls that 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 sang songs. D Day Darlings or something. The D Day Darlings. Oh, they were they were so lovely and they were thrilled, thrilled. And the, and um, Tim who was singing with his 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 lad Jack, and he, the, the boy couldn't come because because of like TV rules and stuff. But I, Tim was like over the moon and he said, you know, I don't care if nothing happens. You know, it'd be nice to do an album with him, but if the boy goes off and gets a career on his own off the back of this, then then that's my job done. I thought, what a great dad. Oh, great day. So I did that. Got home. Got a couple of hours sleep. Uh, took the boys to see Han Solo. Then we played Whiff Waff. Then I came to, came to do um, to do the best late night phoning show in Great Britain. Yeah, it is the best. It is the best show that Thank you do. You. I do you. like the show. Thank you very but much. I, like, I mean, I I stuff with the tinnitus. Do you know what that is? I do know what that is, and I I have it a little bit. If I'm in a quiet room and I remember I have tinnitus. <laughs> Then, uh, then it's 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 annoying, you know. And it's like, why yeah. did I th- why did I think of that? How bad's yours, man? What what's it like? That that is mine's really bad. Yeah. I've yeah. stuff from sleep and put it that way. Really? Do you have one of yeah. those like sound machines or have the radio on or something? Uh, I did have a sound machine, but I threw it. <laughs> <laughs> threw it away. Wasn't working. <laughs> no. No. Um, it's... But I do have the days you want sometimes. Yeah, it's um. Oh! Super duper. Sorry, I was going to play. I'll, I'll wait till till Lee goes because I don't want to trigger him off. But I'll play um, what tinnitus sounds like. Yeah. Because um, those who don't have it don't know what it what it's like. Is it is it the same in both ears for you, Lee? Because mine's different both. in different ears. Both ears. Yeah, it's the same, it's the same it's noise because one one of mine is quite high and the other one's quite low, and I've got it because I for years and years and years I've been doing this job and I have the headphones whacked up super loud, and um, I was you know the BBC they would limit the headphones they would put a limiter on it so it couldn't go above a certain volume and I could never hear it so I would always break the limiter or bring in my own headphones so I could have it super loud and of course it's giving me tinnitus like an idiot but you know what are you going to yeah. do. So I just want to say, like, thanks and all that, because you do uh, take your mind off it. Oh, well, hey, listen, man, I, th- I really appreciate that, Lee. Thank you yeah. very much. Don't listen for the next two minutes, because I'm going to play what it sounds like, and it'll <laughs> really put your mind on it. So, um, right. so, so thank you, mate. Cheers for that. Thank you. Ta-ta. So this is what Sinister sounds like. Here we go. Hang on. Um, oh, hang on. Ooh. So that's the high one. I don't get that. I've got the high one. I get that. It's not as loud as that. Now, for me, they're nowhere near as loud as that. It's, it's all different kinds. Um, but it's there. And it's that thing of... If you think of it... Did I do the 22 break? I didn't. Oh, nuts. Sorry, mate. I'm miles away. If I think of it, then it's there. So I'll think of it tonight. But um, but there's nothing you can do for it. I've seen on YouTube there's loads of cures for it. There's no cure for it. All the the cure is to meditate and learn not to think about it. That's uh, that's it. 
It's crazy. Um, Paul, Andy, Alistair, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Whispering lunar incantations for cross-parents. Um, cross-dressers. Yeah. Did you know this about me? And cross-rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On Talk Radio. Um... Thingy Bob's still tweeting us, texting us. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> He's not coming on, though. Good evening, Andy. Hi, Ian. Hello, Andy. What you got for us tonight? Um, I was phoning up, basically, I don't know if you'd be able to help me. It's a bit of social advice yes. I'm looking for. Um, oh. I'm in hospital at the minute. I've been in for two weeks, and I'm probably going to be in for a foreseeable future. You're in, you're in where, did you say? Borstal? Hospital. Hospital. I thought no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Fine. Because <laughs> we're talking of tinnitus, I'm not hearing properly. Yes, you're in hospital. Oh, yes. Hi. Um, I'm going to be here for a while longer. Yeah. Um, but everyone's alright, you know. That. And yeah. like my family have been coming up to visit me and my pals and stuff, yeah. um, which really? is fine. But um, I'm in this weird situation now where the crap people are coming to visit me. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, I feel I your know. pain, yeah. I know, that's the thing. It's all people that say what well, no, 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 I wouldn't go for a drink with them, but oh. they just show up because they know where I'm. And the worst thing <laughs> is... They know where I am. I know, and the worst thing is you can't say, oh, well, I, I better go and do something else now. Oh, that's exactly. good. My mum's calling. I've got to go. I've got to go for my exactly. tea. I know a few ones that have actually tried to give me advance warning and gone, all right, we've got the, the ward now, you know, we'll be up the night, and I'm going, oh, well, actually, I'm, I'm only allowed to... Uh, Two visitors at a time, and uh, you know, my man, my sisters are coming up, and they're going, Oh, well, we've room for plenty. And they come up, and then my man says, Get chucked out. Who are I'm sitting there with these, you know, bams. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> as, as if things weren't bad enough. Well, I d- what what advice would you like from us, Andy? Well, I'm just, I, basically, I want to stop coming, but I don't want to be rude, because I know it's the hearts in the right place and that, but. I don't want it to really end your twilight zone where it goes, you know, Andrew McBurney didn't want you in with company, but <laughs> now today he gets his own wish in the twilight zone and I look about and there's nobody anywhere. <laughs> so I just... <laughs> so I just... I can't... I can't even care right way to do it. Do you know what I mean? Can you not get the doctor to... Um, Put you in a coma? Write a note saying that you mustn't be bored at any point, otherwise you can... <laughs> Well, that means that there's three extra boring bits, isn't it? Because they don't think they're boring. Of <laughs> course, boring people never do, do they? Well, the no. only the only thing you can do is is get a good friend to spread the word that actually you're you're too tired or you're too ill and you need complete rest and and silence and you can't take any more visitors. You need you need a good friend to spread the word to the bad friends. But then, yeah. and make sure that they, the good friends still sneak into the hospital to see you without being spotted by the bad friends. Ah, that's really good, actually. <laughs> that's yeah. in, that sounds doable. All right, well, go, you, let us know how it goes, Andy. Oh, okay, thanks very much. Thank yeah, you, mate. God, that would be your idea of hell, wouldn't it? Because you can't get up and leave. You can't say, I've got stuff to do. Oh, I'd love to be in hospital. Get, get me some books. Get me a little DVD yeah, player. Yeah, no, but people and... coming to see you oh, and no, you, can't, like you can't leave. I wouldn't like that. We've had some good, uh, good calls tonight. Um, evening, Alistair. 
Hi. Yeah, I'm all right. What you got for us? I was just ringing in to uh, say hello, really. Okay, hello. And uh, hi, Kath. Hi, Ian. Hi, Ian. Um, and to say, uh, I have been watching the shows this week, and I think they've been absolutely tremendous. It's been, it's but been, I'm a, it's been a good old week this week. It's been, been uh, honest, I would say the last three weeks, apart from one show that was a bit dud, the last three weeks has been some of the best stuff we've done, Catherine. Some of the best stuff you've done. Honestly, you've been, and I'll say this now, you've played a blinder the last three weeks. You've been funny, you've been sharp, you've been incisive, you've been on top of your... Hey! Oh, are we allowed to say what's happening when I go on holiday? Yeah, go on. Right, here's what's happening, Alistair. I've, I've gone nuts, right? And I've booked... Oh, I saw you tweet, you yeah. going to NYC. I'm going to New York City to see the monkeys. And I'm going to go out on a, I'm flying out on a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and coming back on a Tuesday. So that's four nights I'm not going to be here. Hey, guess who's going to be hosting the show when I'm not here? Kath. Yeah! This guy! Catherine's hosting the show. She can do it. The boss has said she can do it on her own, or she can choose a co-host. Um... So, at long last, and well done, everyone, because I know that a lot of you tweeted the boss and, and did that little poll, but at long last, I've been trying to get this to happen pretty much since we got here, Catherine is my stand-in presenter! Yes! So, I mean, it's going to be slightly ropey radio, but... <laughs> uh, it's going to be a familiar voice. It's going to be brilliant, and I'll, I'm, I can never listen when I'm, I'm away, but I'll, I'll listen back to it. I'll listen, I'll listen to it. I, I'm thrilled for you. I'm so thrilled. It's going to be brilliant. Well, thank you for everyone who kind of backed me up on that. It's, it, yeah. it was very touching. Don't, don't thank them until you, they've decided whether or not they're going to phone in on those nights. Oh, yeah, please. I mean, now that's that's where you've got to help me out because I can't sit and talk to myself. Alice, listen, stay there. We've got to go to the news. Oh, we'll come back to you after this. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the phone number. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
1000 That was Gaelic. Um, yes, Alistair! Hello? Hello, yes. Alistair, yeah? Yes, we know. Hence um, me saying your name as just before you spoke, yes. Uh, anyway, so um, yes. I've had a letter from the alcohol team. Oh, yeah. Ian. Yes. Um, because I've not been uh, engaging. I've been a bad boy. Yes. And so they're, they're saying they're going to close my case. Uh-oh. Well, that's, that's um, okay. And then, unjustifiably, and then they rang, very helpfully rang me to say, um, look, we're just checking, you know, do you want to come off our list? So I said, no, and I've got a target now. I'm going to try and make Wednesday's group there we go. next week. There we go. Good. As a first start. Yeah. But I was wanting to ask a personal question. You don't have to answer it if Thank you don't you. want to. Okay, let's see what it is. When you were dealing with your demons, Ian, yeah. before, yes. did you um, relapse or not, or did you manage to kind of stick with the program? And, and, well, and well, when I first started, yeah, it took me um, sixteen months after going to my first meeting to get clean and stay clean. 16 months. Oh, right. Yeah. I think right. some people get their first meeting. I'd lo- hear loads of people say they go to their first meeting and they never pick up again. Um, and I, I know personally people that have been going to meetings for about 10, 12, 15 years and, you know, only have periods of sobriety. Yeah. Just uh, the thing, the thing, the trick, the, the thing that the trick that I learned was to not think, oh, I've got to stay sober until Wednesday. Was I've, all I've got to do tonight is get home to bed and put my head on the pillow, and then tomorrow I can t- I can renegotiate with myself as to whether I want to take drugs or drink tomorrow. But I'm not going to worry about tomorrow until I get there. All I've got to do tonight is get home, get to bed, and then in the morning. You, I woke up, would generally wake up and go, right, do I want to... No, I don't want to tell you what, if I can get to bed tonight without picking up, then I'll renegotiate yeah. again tomorrow. That's all you've got to do is a day at a time. You start thinking too... If I start thinking too far ahead, everything swells oh, out of control yeah. and I, I, I go nuts. If I, if I think, right, let me indulge in a slightly dangerous thought for a second. If I think, oh, my God, I'm never going to take drugs again for the rest of my life... I, I would I go nuts because it's such, I'm never going to take drugs again, but I love to. Mm. I'm never going to do it again. That would dis, that would kill me. Uh, that would break my heart. But I don't. So I don't think like that. I just think right. I'm not going to take drugs today. I can do that. I can do it. I can do that. I can't not take drugs for the next thirty years, but I can not take drugs today. If you see what I mean. Yes. Yeah. That's all I've got to think. All I've got to worry about. And then over a period of time, the days add up. Well, that's right. I, I, I managed to do it before. I'm sure I can do it again. And yeah, of course I'm you can. more positive about it now. And, and, uh, and also, if, if a day is too long, then you do it an hour at a time. You go, right, it's 12 o'clock now. All I've got to do is stay sober until 1 o'clock, and then I'll have, a, then I'll have another little think about it. Um, or yeah. if, if an hour's too long, yeah. I've, done it, I've done it recently. After a little wobble, I did it recently where I was having a really tough day, and I broke it down into three minutes. It's like, right... Um, all I've got to do is stay clean for the next three minutes, and then I'll talk. To, then I'll see where oh, I'm feeling. And you got to the end of the three minutes. Go, oh God, I made it. Right. Okay. Let's do the same again. I've just got to stay clean for the next three minutes, and uh, you know those three ma- minutes add up into half an hour, and then it becomes an hour, uh, and 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 then it's bedtime. You know. 
That's great advice. Thank you, Well, mate. it's not advice. I'm I just sharing it. I'm just sharing what worked for me. You know, something different may work for you, Alistair. But I wish you the best of luck. Well done, fella. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Duncan. Hey. Hey, Duncan. Uh, I've come to you. I've come to you tonight to go with uh, the solution to the world. Um, energy crisis. Oh, that was that was perpetual motion. Yeah, that was it. Which was a tap. Yeah, it was took on it. A tap in the bottom of the sea. Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. Yeah. How's that Pretty going? Yeah. It, it, it's slow. It's slow. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that one because I, I I I'm not a scientist. I don't know if that would work or not. But I, you no, know, I, I am. I, I'm a human being, and I love your enthusiasm. No, yeah, well, it's nothing more, is it, really? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, what invention you got for us tonight? <laughs> oh, even better. Here right? we go, here we go. How could Less it be? Science. <laughs> Less science. <laughs> Less science than the previous one. Wow. Yeah. Flipping it. Oh, more science, more business. Go on, then. It's more, you've got, you got, you got to have no ethics involved. Oh, ethics are so last it's, year. It's, right, oh, brilliant. <laughs> uh, what we'll have is um, right. What we'll have, yes. A load of pigeons in a uh, science laboratory lab. Science laboratory they all, lab. They all get. They all get to walk to eat cigarette butts. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good, yeah. So, good far, so far, so good. So far, so far, it's the yeah. great start. Uh, if I was in the dragon's den, I would now be leaning forward to take. To, <laughs> I would, I if I was, yeah. was Deborah Mead, I'd be flicking my nails. There we go. All right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go on. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the pigeons um, have been taught in a laboratory yeah. lab to no, eat yeah, cigarette butts. Yeah, so they teach each other. They teach each other. They teach each other. Yeah. They teach each other. Yeah, so we get all of them. Um, we all give them. We get we get them all addicted to cigarette butts. Yeah. Yeah. And then they we release them to the general population of pigeons, and they teach the other pigeons to eat the cigarette butts because yeah. there's a lot of cigarette butt litter. Yeah. There's too many pigeons. So the the pigeons eat the cigarettes. They clean it up, and the pigeons die. There's not as much pigeons. Um. Okay. Well then. You, you're going to have a, 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 a lot of dead pigeons. A surf, a yeah. surfeat of surfeit, yes. Surfeat of dead pigeons, and then the yeah. cigarette butts. So will... secondary business, pigeon dead pigeon cleanup crew. What, what are you going to get? You're going to teach like goats to eat pigeons? No, bird, bird. What ca- cat? Cat. You're going to teach cats. No, no, no. The people who work for the council, you know, they know where pigeons usually go to die. We get them on our squad and we clean them up. Um, You know, Duncan, you share the same name as me. And I was very keen on this because I hate cigarette butts and I hate pigeons. They're bastards. Like Galloway. No, it's Duncan Bannatine. But I just don't... Is it a nerd? Is it a nerd? It just... It just doesn't. It just doesn't add up for me, and, and for that reason, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I love animals. I have my own camping shops, Even and pigeons. I know about caravans, and they are a pain, especially around your washing. But yeah, I don't know whether the councils are going to be able to afford to do it, and so for that reason, no, it's not it. for me. I'm sorry if you let me finish. If you let me finish, I'm out. But maybe oh, Peter Jones would be. Peter Jones might do it. You could be very tall. 
Peter, what about you? This sounds like it's right up your street. You would think, but unfortunately, I, I'm not. I can't do that. <laughs> unfortunately, um, I already have a business. <laughs> Steady on with the language. Peter Jones always does a stupid pun, so it'd be something like "birds of a feather usually flock together," but in this instance. I'm afraid I'm out. Sorry, sorry, oh. Duncan. We're going to have to let you go. A, because your, reason, your, your, your uh, invention is mental, and, and two, because you dropped an F-bomb. But it's made well me... done, Peter. Nice to have you on board, Beautiful. by the way. It's made me realise we've gone full circle. We started out talking about pigeon penises, yeah. and now we're talking about dead pigeons. I love Peter Jones has already got, you know, he's got he's involved in the pigeon cigarette butt business. <laughs> conflict, conflict of interest. interest. Um, 03444991000. Simon, you'll be next. And after that, the switchboard will be free. So why don't you give us a call now the late night alternative with ian lee and Catherine boyle on talk radio dead of night discourse for disco queens i'm related to jedward and dolly parton dairy farmers aye, aye. and distant fathers yeah, the late night alternative with ian lee doing lots of things that we don't know about we can't control on talk radio yes great um, if you listen to the start of the show, Nigel from Maidstone was on very brief, briefly, and Catherine just asked, what happened to Nigel? We didn't go back to him. Well, apparently he had to go off and have his tea. Um, so that's that's why... It better I... be beans and sausages. Hey. Simon! Hello? Simon's driving in his car, that is why the <laughs> line is shit. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm stopped. Oh, yeah. Is your engine still going, though? Yeah. Yeah, classic cabbie manoeuvre. Classic Simon action! I'm too lazy to switch off and then on again. There we go. Good lad. Why the hell not? Um, what you got for us, big Si? Well, I've got I've got an observation now. It's a little bit, um, I don't know, a little bit strange, really. It's a bit strange thing to ring up a, a radio show to discuss, but hey-ho, everything goes. Yes. I've got an, I've got an objection... At the, to, to the modern day cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. I think I know where you might be going with this. Go on. Well, right. So when I was younger, yeah. which would be going back what for about twenty-five years, I suppose. Yes. To when I was a recreational naughty boy. Yeah. Um, I used to really, really love the smell, yep. the aroma, the flavour. Yep. Yep. It was divine. Yep, it was. All I get now, everywhere I go, yep. and it seems to me that, you know, it's quite a lot of places, is this repun- repugnant, pungent, yeah. rubber, yeah. burnt rubber stench. The smell of it, you can, here's the thing, you can smell it on people when it's in their pocket. Even if they haven't smoked it, yep. you can smell it on people... In their pocket. There's a toker who works here. I'm not going to say who. Mostly probably know. He didn't really hide it. But if you get in the lift, even half an hour after he's been in the lift, you can smell it. If you sit near his bag, you can smell it. You can smell it. And which is, which first of all is nuts. Because of course, when we were holding weed, Simon, you, 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 you know, you'd wrap it up in cling film and shove it in your sock or put it in your shoe or, you know, because you didn't want anyone to know if he got stopped and searched, you didn't want anyone to know. But now... People can just smell it on you. Yeah. But why? Why does it smell that bad? Because it's stronger. Is it skunk? Is that what it is? Well, it's like, it's a different, because I had skunk, again, back in the day. It was always skunk towards the end. Um, 
and it smells skunk smells a lot worse than the normal weed but even this is this is like another le- I, I don't i don't want to i nearly use the phrase super skunk but I, that's kind of like a made-up daily mail thing i don't know if you could actually go to a dealer and go hmm, i'd really like some super skunk please <laughs> you, go, you mean mega skunk but that's why it's called skunk because it's because it's because it, it stinks it stinks um but yeah, yeah this is like a really but the worst the worst one was hash man hash when you're when you're skinning up a hash joint oh god you you know and that often was mixed with rubber jeez Oh, just, just. Uh, I now know how prevalent um, the usage is. Not yeah. that I think that that's necessarily a bad thing, um, but you know, because because I can smell it everywhere I go. It comes yeah. in my car vents. Yeah. Um, and the guy got in the car last night. He said, "They have to excuse me. Uh, I've been having a bit of a smoke." He said, "I'll probably smell a bit." And boy, did he smell! And it's not—it's not, it's not a, it's, like that. It's not a nice smell. And you're right, like, it's, like the it's ba- very heady, isn't it? Yeah, the basic weed smell—it's a really nice smell. It's a really nice kind of sort of not not fruity. I don't know. I've Grassy. Yeah, it's a nice smell, but this is this is a, an unpleasant stink. Yeah, it is. So I just want to make it known that we know what you're doing if you do it, and well, you bloody reek. Here's the thing. Yeah. Someone I know who uses it quite a lot, I noticed recently, does not smell of it so much anymore. Well, he started smoking a vape. Vape? Yeah. And it's like a liquid. Yeah, well, we've had that argument. We've had that argument already. I'm not going no, but what I'm saying is road. you can't smell it anymore. So at least when we were kids, if we'd been up to anything, your parents could smell it, right? You see kids walking down the street now, tugging on those flipping robo-sausages, and um, you would not be able to smell it on them. And she used to, well, you call it a robot dick? <laughs> Sucking on a robot dick. <laughs> So Catherine describes vaping, sucking yeah. on a robot dick. Uh, that was how she described it the other day. Well, they, they, and they and they want this woman to to sit in for me when I'm away. Well, listen, I didn't say it on air, did I? I said a robot, and then I changed it to sausage. I'm going back to fags now. There we go. I think we should all go back to fags, Simon. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to Gareth. Good evening, Gareth. Hello. Hello, Gareth. How you doing, mate? I'm all right, thank you, mate. Yeah, yeah. I know you don't like that question. Um, Thank you very much, first of all, for your companionship over the last five days. My wife has been away with the three kids up oh. north, and uh, I've been all on my own, and I thought it was going to be a period that I'd really enjoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I haven't enjoyed it at all. No, it's, it's, um, that's, that, that's, you kind of think, oh, freedom. The first three hours are fun. Yeah, but then it's, um, it's lovely, You're isn't it? You're right. The first couple of hours were great. I did everything that I would have done yeah. when the kids aren't here. I promised to give you a call because I wouldn't wake up the kids and stuff, so yeah. this is the final day. So this is what I'm doing. Um, but then also, you know, within 10 minutes of everyone coming back, you're going, oh, bloody hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, guys. You can't win. No. You can't win. You can't win. It's, been, uh, it's been quite lonely. So I've experienced, I know you did a really beautiful piece about loneliness. So I've experienced that little bit of loneliness this week without the constant confusion of having lots of uh, people to look after and provide for. It's been, uh, it's been very odd. Yeah. I found myself trying to fill my time with things. So what I did you do? Were my you, own. What, what were you doing? Were you playing video games? Were you reading? Were you watching film? What did you do? Well, I've been to work. I haven't had a day off during the whole period. Right. Um, I've just finished playing GTA Five, which is excellent. Yeah, great. Um, and I've not really been doing much, to be honest with you. I've been watching a lot of Bullseye. Oh. <laughs> you filthy devil. <laughs> I know. Yeah, is that a euphemism? Or have, have you gone on Pornhub and typed in Bullseye? Have you actually been watching Jim Bowen? 
That's exactly what I've been doing. And Wowzers. it sounds like that's an excuse. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. she's just come into the room. So what are you doing? Oh, I'm watching Bullseye. Honest. <laughs> but, um, I have been watching a lot of Bullseye, which is super smashing and great. <laughs> but it, have a look at where you could have come now. <laughs> oh, come on! No come need on for that. No, there's no need for that. I'll count it out during the break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested as well. I'm, I want to get one of those in the morning. Keep out, keep out the black and in the red. Nothing in this game for two in a bed. There we go. You see did you ever see Carol Scott Lee, who was uh, Grotbags? Yeah. Oh, she was. She did at least on, do, oh, you, on Bullseye. No, she was on Bullseye. I didn't see her on Bullseye. No. Oh, mate, search it on YouTube. She was on Bullseye. Yeah. And um, he introduced her by saying, "Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome on stage now. This is something for the kids. A little something for the kids. You might know her as Grotbags. Ladies and gentlemen, Carol Scott Lee." And she come in, and she was very blue. What's she? She, huh? she ran on. She was wearing a, uh, I want to call it a play suit, but it was more like a boiler suit. She ran on, and she went, here we go, Jim. There's nothing in this game for two in a bed. Oh, play your cards right. Might be, might be that later on. Oh. <laughs> well, she <laughs> used to do, she used to do like an adult act, like oh, rude. They all did. They, they, well, they all did. Keith Harris and Orville did, and, and well, Rockbags uh, used to do a rude act. Well, many, many moons ago, I used to be a blue coat at Pontins. Yeah. Um, I was blue coat here in 98. And um, I compared a lot of those acts. I compared Keith Harris and Orville and Jim Bowen, in yeah. fact. And uh, they were all very blue. They did this very seedy act after hours. And, um, yeah, a little bit of you died when you saw Keith Harris and Orville doing Yeah, it, I right? remember that. But uh, fair play to Keith Harris. It's because he couldn't get any work. He couldn't get any work after a while. Yeah. So he had to try and reinvent himself. As So the people that had watched him you know, when they were kids and he was at the height, became students and, and obviously older. So he then would go and do a blue act for them and everyone was like, oh, you know, great, Keith Harris and Orville are swearing. You know, that was... But it's, it's tough It's tough um, for those kind of guys, I suppose. Well, Chuckles the Monkey was always the hero of that act. <laughs> yeah. Cheeky Monkey, was he Chuckles or Cheeky Monkey? I don't know. Yeah, I hate that dog. It was that Chuckles, one. wasn't it? it was, was it Chuckles? No... Chuckles? Cuddles. 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 I did... Um, I, w- I was in the audience for Cracker Jack once. Really? I was in the audience for Cracker Jack. Cracker Jack. Thank you. Oh, sorry. And um, Keith Harris sat like, a couple of seats away from me with Cuddles the monkey. And it was flipping brilliant, man. So he's doing it with Cuddles. Right? He's doing the act with Cuddles, right? Right. And he's going, right, well, Cuddles, I'm, I'm, I've had enough of you. Oh, I don't care. I hate that dog and I hate you. That's the same voice you do for me. Yeah. You, 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 you remind me of Cuddles and I well, well, Cuddles, come on now. Oh, I don't care. I've had enough of this. I'm off. And Cuddles got up and ran off. <laughs> there was a little kitty in the suit. <laughs> Cuddles got up and ran off. And we're all like, what just happened, man? Cuddles ran away. How could he have run off? Cuddles got up and he ran away. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. Gareth, um, enjoy your last night of peace, yeah, my friend. Thanks very much, mate. The other thing, just one more point on Deborah Meaden. Yes. Um, she always seems to be rolling an imaginary bogey. She does. She's flicking her nails. Yeah, you're right. It is rolling a bogey, isn't it? Between her, her fingertips. I'm not quite sure why. And my other subject, just before I go, is herbs from the supermarket. Yeah. You know the ones in the pots? Yeah. Has anybody managed to get one of those to live? Yes. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I planted it in the garden. Be- bear, in, really? bear in mind, Gareth, Catherine is what we used to call a swat or what we probably would call a bum lick. Okay, oh, so, right. so so or, can we re- can I rephrase the? Has anybody normal done it? Thank you very much indeed. Has anybody <laughs> normal got those herbs to grow? I haven't. Gareth, we'll, we will put it out there. Thank you very much indeed. Good evening, Gavin. Hello, man. Hello, Gavin. What you got for us to Yeah, tonight? I thought if you had a point in your life that you could reset, like with your computer. Yes. You know, you have a restart point if it all goes wrong. Where would you put your restart point in your life? That is a good question. 
That's all right, man. Yeah. Um, where, where would you do yours? Probably about seventeen. Mm-hmm. Same. How about you, Kath? Same. Yeah, really. Yeah, I wasted a lot of time. I had a boyfriend oh, yeah. for five and a half years when I was seventeen. No, because my um my PC what, what, since you were twelve. Me to retrace it, like to all the the points and. Well, I, here's here's the here's the here's the thing. I wouldn't go back and change a thing. No, nor would I. Well, no, you I have to. You've gone back to seventeen now. I'd just like to do it all over again. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know if I can be bothered. What a faff. What a faff. There's lots of embarrassment, lots of disappointed people. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, you couldn't change their disappointment, could you? No, uh, lots of lots of shame. and I uh, know I'm, I'm all right. You thanks. couldn't quantum leap it? I wouldn't want to quantum leap it. Oh. It was Swiss cheese my brain. So you think... What, you... If you were given... If you rubbed a lamp and there was a genie, you yeah. wouldn't go back to a previous time? I would ask, right, so here's a genie, right? The genie comes out and he says, you've got one wish. What is your no, wish going to be? No, that's not the option. You've well, this got is, one time that you no, can go I, back No, I've to. changed it. What, what is your wish going to be, Catherine? Uh, loads more wishes. No, 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 you shouldn't. No, you, you should don't ask, have that. No, you should ask for a that's million... genie behaviour. A million lamps with genies in. <laughs> that's how you beat the system. But that might all be bad. That'll be bad. I've seen those things. Uh, they always trick you. Um, Gavin, well, how about if you wish for good genies? There you go, you see. You've got to be very specific. They're, they're, still, they're still tricky. Gavin, thank you very much for that. 03444991000. Another 30 minutes, and then Martin Kellner will be in through the night. This is Talk Radio on DAB app and online at talkradio.co.uk. Experience the unconventional. Evening, boys. The unpredictable. What's happening? And the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. It's not Kellner, the slacker. It's Paul Ross, the hardest working man in show business now that James Brown is dead. Because he used to be the hardest working man in show business. He was the, the highest working man in show business. <laughs> Have you seen the? He had the highest working wig in show business. Have you seen the interview that um, James Brown did? He, you know, James Brown got arrested um, for driving um, whilst high. I think he had a gun in the car, and he'd—I think he'd also beaten up his missus or threatened his missus or something. It was in the present time, right? And he was looking at quite a long prison sentence um for for drugs so he was kind of like going on the offensive or the defensive i don't know with the press to prove that he was clean right to prove that he was clean so he did this interview it resulted as a matter of fact in brown assaulting his wife with a lead pipe and firing a gun at a car that she was you in. seen this these are charges that brown denies he was released yesterday on fifteen thousand dollars bond he joins us for from Atlanta to discuss the charges, and we welcome you, James Brown. How did all of this trouble begin? Living in America. (laughs) Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong at all. You're not in any difficulty, but you're out on bond. No, I'm not. Have all the charges been dropped? Yeah, I'm out on love. (laughs) Well, are you out on love or out of love? Which is it? Out on love. Alone from night to night, you find me. Now, James, this isn't the first time you and your isn't wife it? have had a problem. Are the two of you going to be able to work this out? Let's talk about some music. You oh. want to talk about music, and you yeah. don't want to talk about what happened. No, it's all over. Well, let's talk about your tour. When are you leaving? We're leaving tomorrow. And where are you going? 
Rio de, Rio de Janeiro and Sao Paulo. Brazil. Now, your, your fans will have read all about this, James. Aren't you concerned about that? No, I'm, I'm concerned because there's nothing wrong. And what are you going to say to your fans when they ask you some questions about it? I'm going to say, I feel good. Papa's got a brand new bag. It's a man's world. Well, that's the second time we've heard that in two days. That's very interesting. Now, don't leave us, James. You stay right there. I'm we have more that we have something. to talk about. Well, tell us a little bit about what you're going to be Hello, doing Dad. on this tour. Huh? What'd you say? What are you going to be doing on this tour? I'm going to be doing Papa's got a brand new bag living in America. Sex machine, get up off of that thing. I feel good. Jam. Now, I understand Jam you have real. already... James, I have to ask you one serious question here. I understand you already have started divorce proceedings. Does that mean that you're now eligible? Oh, um, no. I'm, yes, I'm eligible. I'm singing. Uh, I want to mingle. You want to <laughs> mingle. Yeah. Now, the women love you when you get out there. Why do you think that is? What'd you say? The women love you when you get out there. Why is that, ladies? Well, I'm asking you. Huh? Because I look good. What do you think good. that is? You I look smell good. good. I yes. feel good. And you sing good. And make love good. Oh. Well, there we are. We don't have to ask anybody else. We got that from the source. <laughs> there, there you are. Now, you're involved in publishing a gospel magazine. Tell us a little bit about that. The Second Coming. <laughs> God, no. It's, uh, it's out of Augusta, Georgia's anchor. Joseph P. Young is the editor, and James Brown is one of the advisors. And we're doing a fantastic job. The Second Coming. It features uh, on this week, I think we have the Pope and um, I believe the, the, Williams, the Williams brothers. Mm -hmm. And last, uh, next week we're going to have Reverend Al Sharpton, I think, on the cover. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll be doing a lot, lot, lot of good things, and hopefully we'll get Brother Ted Turner on the cover. Ted, what? where you at? James, we want to thank you for having, for being with us today Wait and giving minute, us I an opportunity. Oh, is there something more you want to say that we yeah, haven't covered? Yeah, I want to say a lot of things. Okay, I go ahead. You. I love America. I love everybody. Well, I feel good. It sounds to me as though you're not troubled by any of this at all. This is a man's world. Thanks for reminding us of that. Every once in a while, we forget. Get up on We remember it again. James, good luck on your tour. Thanks for being with us. I guess we're going to hear lots more. Hasta luego. Give that woman a pay rise. She, I mean, she's incredible, isn't she? It's some... In I lost my um, safety pin. Good. No, not good, Catherine, because this is important to my medical equipment. My medical equipment. Good surgeon never loses instruments. Some interview, huh? There we go. There it is. I found it again. Oh, gosh, we suddenly we've got loads of loads of uh, phone calls. Let's go to Edward. Good evening, Edward. Hello. Hello, Edward. You're on the radio. How are you doing? You all right? I'm very well, thank you. Could you turn the radio off and take us off speakerphone, please? I, I can turn the radio off. I can't take you off speakerphone because my phone's charging at the minute, I'm afraid. Hello? Yep. Hi. Hi there. Uh, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. You called us. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I'm worried. Thanks for calling. Let's go to Nigel. Good evening, Nigel. Oh, good evening, Ian. How oh, you... Nigel, what did you have for your tea? Um, um, stew, stew and potatoes. Oh, you lucky thing. Well, actually, mince and potatoes. Beautiful. <laughs> you don't get very much in those, uh, you know those ones you buy from the supermarket? Finders. The, the um, uh, well, Bentos. You know the, the, the oven ones you put in the oven? Yep. They, yeah. They don't get, you don't get a very big portion. 
Um, do you know the song? <laughs> do you, spe- speaking of big portions, Nigel, yes. do you know the song Africa by Toto? Uh, no, I, ha- I don't think so. I uh, might know it. Perhaps if I heard it, I might know it, but I've not recognised okay, it. Okay, I, I, I just, we, just, um, I, I, you l- want me to learn it? Then? I would, l- I yeah. would love. Yeah, I'll more... look it up on the internet. It'll be on the YouTube. Yeah, yeah, it? oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's called it's Africa. It's called Africa, and it's by a group called Toto. It's a really oh, famous I'll find song. That easy enough. Yeah, you'll you'll probably know it when you hear it, but I'd love to hear you yeah. do a version of it. Was that Dolly Parton you were talking to? Sorry? Dolly, pa- Dolly Parton, was you talking to her just now? Oh, no, I was playing an, uh, an interview. It was an American uh, news newscaster speaking to James so Brown. You, you was making out to be someone else, weren't you? No. It wasn't you? No. Oh. It was a, it was a, it was a video from YouTube. It, it was, was actual James Brown. James Brown. Oh, I thought it was you. No, no, no. Taking no. him off, but I didn't, I'd come, I've just come in to, to the story. Yeah. Um... But talking about the second coming, that was a bit rude, wasn't it? Hey, wasn't it, eh? <laughs> I can barely a f- do a first one these days. <laughs> really? Sorry? Really? Okay. So, Are you, are you serious? So, Nigel, <laughs> what have you got for I us tonight? I'm going to do a song that I'm going to put onto iTunes. Okay. Well, maybe on there already, because a friend of mine's uh, doing it for me. Yeah. And uh, he said he knows how to do it, so I've left it up to him. Yeah. A, a guy of 35, my friend in Maystone. Yes. A male friend, for a change. Yes. Instead of a girlfriend. Okay. So are you <laughs> going to sing us the song now, or...? doesn't matter if you have male and female, does it? doesn't matter at all. It's no, very very trendy these days. You need more... At the minute, the more friends you've got, the better, really. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I think but, so. I, 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 to, to, but very quickly, I, I, I've got this lady friend of 50 uh, lives quite near me, and she's coming over next week uh, after work. And uh, she's quite... I've known her quite a long time. Yeah. Georgia, her name. Georgie, her name. Georgie. Georgie's a good name. Yeah, she's, she's very nice, and she works as a, uh, a cook in yeah. um, a pub. Yeah. So that's right. This is called Nigel's... T- I've got to restart it now, because I was talking so long. Oh. Should be right in a minute. There we go. Um, no rush. You have to wait a, few, a little while until it... Um, I've got to turn the machine off and put it back on again, and it'll be all right. Um, <laughs> take about... Um, two minutes. Should we take? Should we take another call while we're waiting? Uh, do you, can you get back to me? I can get. Minute? I can get. But you no, don't put the phone down. Stay no. there. Uh, it, Stay there. We'll come back to you. Good evening, Jonathan. How you doing, Ian? You're all right. Yeah, not a chance, mate. Let's go to Paul. Good evening, Paul. Good evening. Hello, Paul. Is Nigel still on the air? Uh, Nigel's Nigel's on. Do you want to speak to Nigel? Yeah, I've got it going right. now. You're just, talking, you're just talking. You're just talking about Africa by Toto. I've got it working now, Ian. Yeah, hang on a minute, Nigel. Paul's yeah. Paul's Paul's joined us. I've turned it. Put I put it on Paul's. Good idea. Moment. Good idea. Go on, Paul. Okay, right. <laughs> I need to be quite quiet, but I can pick my acoustic guitar up and come in my room with the patio door shut. Yes. And me and Nigel, if I play my guitar, yeah. I've tuned it in. Yes. We could do. If Nigel and I could make up on the spot and do it together... Yes. Well, not tonight. Toto, I want to do my song. Toto. Mm. Yeah. Not yeah. tonight, because Nigel's got to... wants to do his I song. Le- I want to learn that... have a look, look it up and learn it properly, really. He doesn't know. Why don't you sing it for us, Paul, very quickly? Yeah. I can't sing it for you, but why don't we make it up on the spot? Nigel well, knows... I'd rather not make it... I'd rather do it properly, really. Yeah. Properly. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, um, yeah, thank you for that. Jonathan, Jonathan, absolutely zero chance of you getting on this show, mate. Why? Because you're you're rude and you're a bully. But thanks for calling, man. No, bo- bye bye. So, Nigel. Yeah, you think I'll be able to sing that Toto song, then? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Nigel, let's yeah. hear your song now, please, sir. Okay. 
This is what's going on for Nigel's time. Nigel time. Song. I've just looked on iTunes and I can't see it. No, 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 it's not on. It might not be on uh, for a few days, but he's got to work on it. He doesn't know how to put it on, my friend, at hey, the mate, moment. He's got to look it up. That's brilliant. That's like. Um, it's Frank, a great song, isn't it? It's, like, it's like Frank Sybottom crossed with the Beatles. <laughs> it really is. It's great. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, um, I've, it's been out for a few years, actually, but I never bothered to put it onto iTunes. Well. But even so, um, even so, it doesn't matter. Did it, you write that? Um, I, it's, um, no. <laughs> no, some someone helped. No, someone wrote it for me that used to work with Carly Minogue, a record producer, what? came to my house. Yeah. Do you know what? And they it's they brilliant. recorded it on a laptop for computer. Then yeah. it was finished in the studio. Well, Nigel, uh, listen, we have to go because I've got to go to the ads. But you let us know when it's up on iTunes, and yes. we'll give it a big plug. Okay. Right. Lovely. Thanks for letting me on the air. Thank you, right. Nigel. Thank you very much. See you later, Ian. Ta ta. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh God, we have got Andre next, which means we're going to get what song? Oh, get his lappy out. What song did we ask for? That's Entertainment by The Jam. Was that tonight or was that yesterday? That's what I wanted to do yesterday oh, and I insisted on a Kylie one, didn't all right, I? All right, all right. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with that man, Ian Lee. There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. Have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes. Mmm. Um, Kath and I are doing a show on Sunday night, Sunday afternoon, four till, no, six till eight it is, and it's, um, in London, there are four tickets left, ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian Dash Lee, same place to go if you want to get tickets for the, the Manchester show in July, 
Um, and uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel because we will be streaming the show from about seven till about ten to eight um, on Sunday night. Okay, fingers crossed. It's a it's a punt. It's a gamble. And um, the venue have told me in the last two days they can't do what I want to do with the audio. So we've had to get DJ. I've emailed DJ Dan to see if he'll come down a bit earlier to see if he can do it. Um, but subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Ian Lee, I-A-I-N-L-E-E. And um, you can watch the show live um, with me, Catherine and Katie Puckrick. Um, and if I can work it out, you'll be able to Skype in. If you've got video Skype, you can Skype in and be part of the show. I think think as tomorrow is i've been putting this off for a month so tomorrow is now the day i've got to look at all this stuff and see if i can get it to uh to work or not um lane keeps sending me links <laughs> lane. lane is the biggest offender in the links war he's trying he's really trying yeah he is isn't he constantly send me links. and the re- do you know you know i say i don't click on links do you know why i say it because lane keeps sending me links that's why i say it so I, I don't click on links, okay? Very, very rarely, and certainly none of yours. Lane. You see, when you're... you say very, very rarely, that means you're playing no, hard la- to get. No, that, makes him, that just makes <laughs> him want to do it all the more. And I know it's coming from a good place, Lane, and I know... YouTube. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> but I just can't be bothered. Honestly, I don't, but thank you. Um, good evening, Andre. Hi, and, um, I can't speak too much, and I can't sing, oh. well, as you know. Because I haven't got my la- lappy in this room. Okay. My, la- my lappy's in my lappy room. I'm in the room where all the action happens. The lappy and, room. Uh, the lappy room. You're in the toilet. Uh, <laughs> no, the action don't happen. Well, it could happen but there. It does. Not tonight. Uh, Ian, you know Sunday? Yeah. Can I come? Yeah, if you buy a ticket, mate. Of course you can. How much are tickets? Uh, I think they're 12 quid. Yeah, how do I pay for it? You have to. You have to buy a ticket online. Yeah, can I, um, is it definitely on, is it? So I, I won't fail to disappoint. Can I turn up? Oh, uh, no, it's actually, do you know what? I'm, no, Sunday's cancelled now. No. <laughs> oh, wait, don't be like that. No, Sunday's definitely cancelled. I've just remembered. Oh, I'm, I'm, bit, I'm actually go. doing my hair. I was going to drive the vehicle up there. Never mind. No? No, never mind. Uh, I've seen you for donkey's years. Yes. I can't even remember seeing you. No, I bet you can't, I bet you can't even remember this morning. Well, what happened this morning? Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Andre. It writes itself, doesn't it? it ri- I've thrown that bit of paper away too early. Oh. Could you get it out of the bin for me, please? What, the paper that you threw at me? Now I've got to go and retrieve it, like the kid going to get the teacher's slipper in the Beano. He doesn't get, slip with them anymore, does he, the d- the Dennis's teacher, dad? I had to get the teacher's slipper and got, got, got walloped by, it by a teacher you? who later turned out to be a paedophile. Yeah. It's a shame he's a good teacher, but he was he was a violent sexual offender. So, <laughs> it's, um, um, what about, okay, we talked about pigeons. That pen, by the way, I got a glancing blow to the finger from that. <laughs> glancing blow to the finger. If I can't point tomorrow, I'm blaming you. You know a bruise like a peach. Kath and I are off to see uh, Limmy tomorrow. Yes. Ian and Limmy have been threatening each other, so it's all going to be fun. I'm going to murder him. <laughs> um, oh, here we go. Here we go. This is, listen to this. This is a story to end on. Talking about pigeons. It's been a pigeon-themed night tonight. The RSPCA are hunting a man seen biting the head off a pigeon <gasps> in a video. Oh, no. The yob spits They're it, filthy. The yob spits it out on the ground as the bird continues to flap its wings... He then tosses the well, he tosses the carcass on the floor and spits out feathers. That's horrible. 
The man picks up the head and poses with it, poking his tongue at a camera. The culprit is a bald man who speaks with a northern accent. I don't know him. He's one of your people. I don't know him. What hair has your dad got? He's got some hair. Okay. He is first seen knocking the pigeon down from a ceiling on what appears to be a building site in the north of England or Wales. Hang on. Uh, England or Wales, which one? Well, Separate but, countries. No, I know, but North, north Wales, they've got kind of um, Geordie accents in some parts of it. Okay, mate. What, what a noisy scratch. It says you. Honestly, that beard it particularly was like Mr. Twit by the end. I, don't... <laughs> um, oh. I still haven't found a picture of a, pi- a pigeon's um, piece. Oh, yes, I have. Yes, I have to... yes line one. <laughs> Sorry? Sorry. Okay, fine. Um, Teen Vogue has been slammed for advising its young readers how to get the best summer vagina ever. <laughs> yes, I saw that. God. The sister publication of the Fashion Bible published the article on intimate health explaining the unique elements of summer, <laughs> water, <laughs> sunshine, sand, sweat can be tricky to navigate. But it was blasted by mums who said it was inappropriate. What was blasted? (laughs) The article, not the vagina. Right. It was blasted by mums who said it was inappropriate calling it crap. Yeah. Others mocked the author saying they did not realise their privates changed with the seasons (laughs) despite the advice by obstetricians and gynaecologists. The US Teen Vogue article read... While you may think there's little difference in the TLC she gets every other season... She, we're calling it she, are we? Ob Gyne, so obstetricians, gynaecologists, note that summer is especially important to pay attention to any symptoms, changes and funkiness you oh. notice south of the border. God! Funkiness is, is smell. Smell, yeah. yeah. This doesn't, it's not f- the fun kind of funkiness that we all like. Here we go. The article suggests wet bathing suits, going camping or hiking, sunbathing naked, sand, outdoor workouts, frequent travel and summer loving are all things to be concerned about regarding intimate health. What? Sunbathing naked? Go mad. Sunbathing naked and and, uh, outdoor workouts naked? One angry mum tweeted, we should be inspiring girls in education to aim high not to get their vaginas ready for summer. (laughs) (laughs) So true. It's so true. Another message. How on earth is this content appropriate for Teen Vogue or just appropriate at all? I'm honestly flabbergasted that this has even been published. What next? What next? Winter genitals. Keeping up expectations. (laughs) Get ready for Christmas. (laughs) Get a bit (laughs) of glitter on it. A third wrote, oh, good, I've been feeling really stuck in spring vagina mode. (laughs) Another joked, wait, my winter vagina won't work. One wag dismissed the report saying, wait, I need a summer vagina now? I didn't know I was supposed to be switching them out with the seasons. I just can't keep... Let let me just get me... Let me just get the summer (laughs) vagina, Aunt Sally. Let me just... (laughs) There we go, Aunt Sally. That's horrible. Got me... Got me summer vagina. Um, Seriously though, yeah. As if teenage girls haven't got enough to worry about. Got it. Now they're being told that they've got to keep 
Teen, they've got to do some sort of seasonal maintenance. Teen girls, you've got, to, you've got to keep an eye on your summer vagina. Good evening, Andrew. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Kath. Hello. Is, are you summer vagina ready? What? Exactly. Thanks for calling. Uh, what have you got for us tonight? Um, I've just had something to eat. Lucky you. And I'm, and I'm thinking you might like it. What? What? I've just had 12 Yorkshire puddings and mint sauce. You're the dirty boy. You sent me that. You sent me a pornographic picture on Twitter. Yes. Dirty 12 Aunt Bessie's and mint yeah. sauce. Beautiful. And your birthday's coming. Them off. Uh, the thing, how do, because I remember, I don't know how old you are, Andrew. Yes, I do. You're 48. How'd you guess that? Am I right? Yes, exactly. And I remember, you'll remember, in the 70s, your mum or your nan... Yeah. Would, would spend most of the roast dinner trying to get the Yorkshires right, and they'd yeah. always be a disappointment. Always. Yeah. Then yeah. Aunt Bessie comes along. Come in, Paul. Aunt Bessie comes along. Perfect Yorkshires in four minutes. How yeah, is that exactly. even possible? She's a witch. I don't get it. She's a witch. I won't buy her roast potatoes, because that is... Well, you, do you want to see Paul? There you go. Um, I won't buy the roast potatoes. That's a short lead. Be careful. Because, um, there you go. <laughs> I won't buy our roast potatoes because that's cheaping. <laughs> He's tied Cheating. to the microphone. <laughs> oh, bless him. Look. Like, like the dog in Tom and Jerry. <laughs> no, seriously, this is abuse in the workplace. <laughs> this is harassment. Are they not a pair down you're there? Making, you're making the right show of me. No, Kath, oh, isn't I've it gone. my pair? Look, oh, you see? Oh, you see? Unbelievable. Nice. I'm warming them up for you. <laughs> nice nut cup. Oh, nice and warm. Um, oh, cold. Andrew, I've got to let you go because Paul Ross is in and he gets very angry if any of my go callers on. make his show. Good evening, Paul. Hello, Andrew. How you doing, matey? Not bad, Joe. He's full of Yorkshire pudding. He's happy. He's had, he's had 12 oh, Yorkshire, Yorkshire puddings. I'm in Although in America, they're trying to market Yorkshire's as a dessert, aren't they? With jam and cream well, and fruit they, in it. That's but what they are. No, but you, psychologically, I can't get my head around that. No, you need to broaden your horizons. There was a restaurant out when I was living Marlow Way, and they would serve the whole Sunday roast inside a gigantic Yorkshire oh, pudding. No, oh, no, no. I love that. Oh, no. go swimming that. in gravy, like a swimming pool. A Yorkshire I, swimming pool. I've seen that, and I'm I'm, I'm a supporter of the Brit oh. We Want Plates campaign. I want my food. Oh, no, it was on a plate, but right. in a giant. Yorkshire, the, no, the no, circumference no. of the plate, all Yorkshire pudding. It makes it soggy. Oh, oh. Yeah, well, of course it'd be soggy. Listen, Andrew, it wasn't on the plate long enough with me. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, Paul, what's up? Goodbye. I'll just cut him off. Sorry. Well, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in for Martin Kellner. Yeah. Good, goodbye, Andrew. Um, mainly because I need the 400 quid to get my clutch repaired on the car, but also because <laughs> I've got the usual old tosh, but a story I've been chasing for weeks. I'm hoping to cross live oh. this week of weeks to North Korea for the first time. Shut the front door. Because I've heard, and I want to confirm this, I've seen video evidence, that in North Korea they stand on their seesaws, they have springy seesaws for adults, competitive leaping off a seesaw is a sport, as is competitive adult swinging, not dropping a rice slip, oh. but like that lad in Ipswich a couple of weeks ago I showed you the photograph yeah, of. Yeah. They get on the swings, competitive swinging, trying to leap off and somersault in the air. That's got to be an Olympic event for the future. I have, I came very close, I've come very close a couple of times to go into North Korea. Ooh. I'd love to go. Last year when I went to Morocco, I was looking at North Korea first, but you've got to book it That's so... That's a bit of a U-turn. No, <laughs> I don't, well, because it's, it's, it's expensive, but you've got to book it, like, so far in advance. You have to have a guide, you've don't got, you? You've, well, you've got to go around with, yeah, with the security and stuff like that. You're not allowed off on your own. You get, ta- you get shown what you're going to get shown, but... I, but I, you're, I mean, with all respect to you, you're sometimes known for being forthright and speaking your mind, <laughs> oh, I, which I, may not be a good idea were one to go north of South Korea. I would be very much doffing my cap, yes sir, no yes. sir, thank you very much sir. No nicking of the posters. I ain't going to mess around <laughs> no. there. None of the 11 o'clock show stuff. Uh, anything else you, you want to tell us about? Or you uh, I mean, but I forgot, also, because it's Martin Kelch, I don't normally know what they do. I got in slightly late. It's all a bit lax, lax of days. <laughs> I wasn't asked till yesterday afternoon. Do it. Oh, God. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it'll be fine, though. Be 
Andrew will call us back and get me through it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we just uh, we just turned someone away there. So whoever that was, you can call up and speak to. Speak. If someone can phone up Paul Ross after one and let him know what he's supposed to do for the next. Well, I told we are talking about more seriously. I, oh, yeah. I was asked very kindly to open a new RSPCA shop out in Denham in Buckinghamshire. Oh, so yeah. they took my big uh, St Bernard along. Yeah. The woman there was telling me about this horrible practice people have now got of clipping dogs' ears to make them look more aggressive. Oh. So we've got somebody on from dogs that they call them devil dogs, which is revolting. So tail docking is now illegal, but now yeah. they're clipping ears on poor dogs. So we're talking about that on the programme to cheer everybody up. We had, the tail docking thing is a weird. Well, yeah. we had a cocker spaniel and her tail was docked. It's a weird old thing. Yeah. Now they got rid of that. Uh, thank you, Paul. Enjoy it. Are you on tomorrow as well? No, or just tonight. I thought the twelve nights on the bounce was just even for me it was too much. Pushing it. I mean, I need to care about the trouble, but not to that extent. Catherine, thank you very much. Thank you, Sam. We will be back on uh, this show Monday at ten o'clock. But don't forget, you can watch us Sunday evening, sort of between six and eight-ish, something like that. Uh, God willing. Uh, until then, from us, ta-ta.